studios, it's 2 o'clock, and the temperature is 49 degrees. If you have a flat tire on the road, have no fear. Okie's Tire in Shelby is here. Yes, Okie's Tire features road service. They'll come in out and have you back on the road in no time at all. And they carry big truck tires and tractor tires, too. For all kinds of automotive repairs and tires, see Okie's Tire. Buy four used tires for $100. And remember, they are a North Carolina inspection station. Okie's Tire, 800 West Warren Street in Shelby. And see their page at whatsappshopper.com. Love Insurance in Lincoln and Total Choice Insurance Agency in Lincoln are merging and will now be known as Total Choice Insurance Agency. Love Insurance customers. right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Cherville Gastonia. And, well, there we go. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, Kevin Hastings here along with Tanner Halbert. Uh, Hunter Yancey's in the house. It's Shock Jocks episode, crap, I was going to say, I think it's 115, Hunter. Episode 115 it is. Here. 115 yet. When do we, I, I, I needed to ask you this the other day, and I'll go ahead and ask you on the air. When do we, is that not linked up yet on my stream? There it is. All right. When do we start counting over? On the date we started, do, you know, episode one. You don't remember what date that was, no, do you? No, I don't remember what date. Well, I see, wonder if I can find out real quick. We, had, we can get close to it because I remember. We well, surely to God, I can click on the episodes. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying we started. It was right during Corona. A few weeks later, sports shut down. Yeah. I've got episode one, January 2nd. 
So we're we're on season two. <laughs> this is season two. I've got to go back and re uh, and relabel some um, some episodes, Hunter. So we started uh, January second. We did January third, and then the sixth, the eighth, eleventh, and uh, so yeah, we went on from there. So I want to thank everybody and all of our viewers and listeners on YouTube and on uh, KTC Broadcasting. Uh, Facebook pages and everywhere else that you tune in uh, to check us out. Um, of course, this weekend was NFL uh, divisional playoff round weekend. We had a little bit of NBA action, but about everything that we're, I guess, need to talk about is is, is NFL related um, for the most part. Uh, Tanner's Falcons got him a new coach. He said a minute ago, so good for them. Other people, it's just a big, the, the giant coaching carousel begins. And then not just that, we also have some demands coming out of Houston. So we, we got to keep an eye on what's happening down with the Texans and with Deshaun Watson. Why does everybody want out of the city? Oh, I'm not on. I can hear you fine. Oh, uh, yeah, you, we can we, hear each other. Because the queue was on. Yeah, the queue was on. Um, yeah, so, so Hunter just said, was talking about, for the folks who didn't hear him there for a second, um, about how... Um, We've got a mass exodus of Houston. I mean, what what's the issue in Houston? All the stars want out. It's third yeah, third know. largest market in the country. Um, no state tax. No state taxes. Are all the people that run those organizations just jack wagons? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> is that is that all that, that might be it? Conclude is that everybody down there is. Um, Randy Moss made a very good point the other day when he was talking. I can't remember what ESPN network it, or. Uh, show it was but i caught it on twitter and he basically said the days of athletes shutting up and playing is over which i get i understand that and because he was taking deshaun watson's side and, and i agree with it he was saying deshaun watson is voicing his opinion and wants to be heard by the team and obviously he's not happy with the direction that the team's going so he should be able to to make a demand, a trade, and go somewhere where he would be happier. We can do the same thing with work in our, yeah, in our regular life. Let me ask you this. If you're the 25th best player on the team, can you demand a trade? Probably. I mean, if you don't they'll show cut, up to they'll work. They'll cut you. Right? Yeah, if you but, demand a I mean, trade, they're going to cut you if you're not one of the top couple of players Well, isn't that anybody? Team. Isn't, right. That's in all major that's sports. If so, you're not a so superstar, weird. you can't do it. Right. It's a, so that's it, You just need to show up for work. It's weird about, you know, signing a contract and then, like in football, because they can cut you any time, as opposed to basketball or baseball, it's a little bit different. But still, when you sign a contract to to play for a certain number of years, what I'm getting at, Hunter, should we outlaw, not outlaw, I mean, I guess that's too harsh a word, but prohibit uh, more than one or two year deals? Well, then we would basically get rid of... Because you signed Deshaun Watson and you sit there and... Like, what if the Cowboys argue with Dak for five years over a damn contract, mm-hmm. they sign him, and then two years in the contract, he says... I want out. I want to be traded to Detroit. Right. And then you wasted all this time, money, and effort, and all it was was so he can get that name under the contract, and then get now he wants traded. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, should there be a, a two-year limit? Like, 
Everybody's on a one year except for. So you're saying essentially, however you do, because essentially that, that's what it is. If anyway. you sign at least a five year contract, you have to meet the two years minimum, and then we can maybe talk if you want to leave or break no. contract. Are you just saying you can't sign more than two years? More than two years. Yeah. Nobody. Because, and here's another good reason, especially in in football. Well, that's you, we hear the same thing all the time whenever. Sports athletes, whether it's in baseball, especially because that was mm-hmm. what everybody was talking about with Mike Trout got the big contract and Bryce Harper. They all had ten-year deals, mm-hmm. and some of them have a no-trade clause. And it's like you just signed your life away, buddy. So I hope <laughs> to God that you love where you're a at. A decade. You you signed your life away for a decade, a decade. and <laughs> and so I know what you mean. But that's almost like that's the player himself fault for if you want. That kind of money, you know, you got to spread it out over a certain amount of years. Like Patrick Mahomes is ten years, but I'm for saying, almost would it be better million? him doing re up and every and they could and you could resign. Well, that's them, what LeBron's doing you now re, in his age, right? And you could resign them before the year's over with, but or, or at the max three is. I'm just basically saying that I don't think we should have long term deals anymore. Um, for any, it's not good for the teams or the or the players, or good for anybody around. Yeah. And then when you have trade demands and things, and and, and you know somebody like Tanner here is you know as an intern and a fan of LeBron, you know, especially in the NBA, mm-hmm. like so they were arguing the other day about whether this Harden trade to the Nets is good or bad for the NBA. And the, and Rick Bucher was saying that it's good because that's all we're talking about. The ratings up, the game stink, nobody cares right now. But this is what we're talking about. And well, if you're talking about just bringing eyes to the back to the NBA, I mean, maybe because right. you make a he made a very good point when he said nobody cares right now because it's it's a you dropped it down to 72 game season. That's still to me way too long. I He's, don't care about said, the first month of NBA basketball. He said nobody cared when Giannis resigned. Mm-hmm. The only thing anybody cares about is movements, but. The the thing about me though, as far as the player movements though, as a Charlotte Hornets fan, what's the point of being a fan of the team itself? Of a team, right? If you're not the, the way the NBA has been structured, to where players are going to force their way and create their own super teams every year. To mm-hmm. where, what is the point if you're pull for one of the bottom ten teams of the league? You have no chance. You have no. You have no hope. You have no. There, there is nothing to, to want or hope for or, or, like think about it. There is nothing. So if you go back through the, you know, the past decade or whatever, and Jordan did this in the nineties when you know he basically shut down the nineties, but LeBron, Durant, and Steph have shut down the last decade. Mm-hmm. That's who's in the finals. That's who's going to win it. One of those three guys. And before that, the Spurs got in there. But the Spurs situation, well, they're a small market team. They won a championship. How did they get it? Well, let's think about it. David Robinson got hurt and missed a whole season. They ended up winning the lottery, Mm -hmm. winning Tim Duncan. The Hornets have been the spot behind Shaq, the spot behind Anthony Davis, the spot behind Dwight Howard. The spot behind Chris Paul. Every star almost, we've mm-hmm. been the spot behind right. that pick or that guy. And so San Antonio hit on Duncan and Robinson, but what else did they hit on? Their second-round picks and Tony Parker and Manny Ginobili and all those guys. So you got to look at it this way, the, too. 
what I'm they saying were is able, that, they were able yeah. to retain their core nucleus. Mm-hmm. Like I know we're we're talking about player movement right now, and and that was the goal was, you know, the NBA is so pro player movement, but the Spurs they had their core nucleus around them right. all the time. That's how they were able to win five to six championships well, with those guys, and also with those guys, Hunter and the Kawhi's. When you draft those guys and you hit on those guys that aren't top ten picks, you don't have to pay them. No. Like that for the first mm-hmm. five, six years. Like you're getting away with murder, basically not paying those guys mm-hmm. nothing, hardly at all. Mm-hmm. And the Hornets, the Devont, hitting on Devontae Graham in the second round to me was like hitting on Tony Parker. You have a point guard. You hit it. You lucky. You if you, it's like it's like winning a lottery ticket and then being like, you know what I'm gonna do with this lottery ticket? I'm gonna spend all the money on buying more lottery tickets. And that's what the Hornets have kind of doing with Graham to. To ball, like, what are you actually doing there? I don't know. It's just because that they when you have ma- these match at all. If you take away the long term contract, then in all sports, mm-hmm. I, I to me, I just don't know how how that would really work. You're just concerned about keeping your stars there. I, no, I know that's the point. But is that's what I'm saying. If you make it a three year deal after after one or two, you just restructure something that third year. Mm-hmm. Third year. I mean, think about it. The average NFL career is three years anyway. It's like three to five years, depending. Yeah. So unless you're a star or a stud, after that first deal, it doesn't matter anyway. You're st- you're all, almost everybody in the league. Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, NFL wise, not NBA. I- NFL wise, what what percentage do you think? Ninety percent of the leagues are basically a one year deal. Like we're going to cut you. Ninety percent of the league is undrafted. Right. And if you don't, if you don't perform, right, you're cut. That's like basically anybody coming up on a 10-day. They're almost always on a 10-day contract mm-hmm. in the NFL, it seems. Meanwhile, you'll have guys in the NBA. You'll pull up. They'll go play in the G League, and then you pull them up again on a 10-day contract if you like them. I don't know. It's just the whole situation with just the city of Houston as a whole and them <laughs> not being able to retain superstars is kind of alarming because, like you said, there are no state taxes in, in Texas. Houston is one of the major market cities they in won, Texas. They won championships. They've in won championships and football, baseball. I mean basketball. Basketball, yeah, as the Rockets and it, with the Astros, with the little asterisk next to them. But they did win it. Astricos. How do you say that? Astricos. We, we can call them that. That's fine. <laughs> the Astros are the Astricos. But Deshaun Watson is obviously unhappy with what they've got going on there, and I think it's oh, ridiculous sorry, because they're so. I don't think people realize here. he literally just signed. A huge contract extension, like a year ago. That was what Bill. O- That's why Bill O'Brien he traded DeAndre Hopkins because he said he knew for us to be a- for Houston to be able to pay Deshaun Watson the money that he deserves. They weren't going to be able to retain DeAndre Hopkins, and so for him to want out, I I don't know. I'm I'm with you though when you talk about it's it's not fair though that sometimes these players one to two years into a contract that's supposed to be at least five to six years can just get out of it, or at least demand to get out of it. And, 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 and but I want to make the point, it's, it's not it's fair, holding that, the team it's not hostage. fair that, that, the, that the teams can cut them either. I want to be clear on that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just better if for everyone on both sides, let's just stop this charade of, of, of saying that you're under contract for nine, ten years when you're not, or mm-hmm. five, or whatever it is. When when right. when you're going to make a demand to be traded in two or three years, or I'm going to want to get rid of you in two or three years. It's mm-hmm. not, I don't know, I don't think it helps anybody with that. All right, here's some I other I think news. it also hurts, too, 
Especially at least in the football <laughs> side of it, because basketball is guaranteed. Football's not guaranteed unless you have it in your contract. That's not guaranteed money. So, Watson, uh, are they going to trade him? Is it? You no, know, there. There's been. Is this what a, I have read? There is a. There are talks within the organization on possible trade partners because it's going to get to the point. I think Adam Schefter, somebody reported today. He's not answering their calls. He's not answering anybody in the front office's calls. Like he's not. He's not, he's not talking to nobody. He want. He just wants out. Well, if that's the case, and he wants out, and he's gone, um, and not. That's why I didn't know if they were still deliberating over it or not. Like, so you got to find a solution or or mm-hmm. a spot. Now, with that said, man, there's some options here. Oh, they should have many suitors. So right, that are at least a because every there are a lot of teams that are a quarterback away. Just say yes or no. Run. They would take him. Okay. Okay. No, don't worry about whatever the deal is. Just uh-huh. say yes or no. Okay. Dolphins. Yes. Patriots. Yes. Jets. Yes. Giants. Yes. Eagles. Yes. Washington. Yes. Nobody in the FC North. Mm-mm. Chicago. Yes. Vikings. Yes. Are they? How, what's their tied ties with? Cousins? I don't know how many more years he has on his he's deal, got like but it was, two a lucra- it was a lucrative contract when he, when he signed that. it. That, that's the thing about that one. I don't know. I think that'd be interesting. I don't know if they can. Um, yeah, here's one for you, Hunter. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees retires. Saints. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just got a thing for you on Kirk Cousins. He just asked it. This was reported this year. Uh, he signed a contract extension with the Vikings worth sixty six million March sixteenth yeah. of this past year. Yeah, so they can't. They they really can't unless they'd have to. They'd have to almost package him in a trade. They'd mm-hmm. have to do a Kirk Cousins for Deshaun. Yeah, you're right. The problem that the Texans are running into is they are cap strangled because they're just they are just so loaded with players that they played. JJ Watts eating up just a lot of cap. All, Deshaun Watson's eating up a lot back. of cap. I don't know if they could just get straight draft picks or if they'd have to try. And if they do get a player, someone for lesser money. Um I'm going to skip two for now. I want to make mm-hmm. you know, Denver. Yes. What's San Francisco going to do? I've heard. Is it, I have heard rumors. Is Garoppolo a free agent, or is it? I think he. Ah, uh, the way so they got, structured like one, his contract, though, they could get out of it. So, okay. I'm just. I believe that. I think they're going to move off of him. What about Rams? Maybe. He said. Maybe. McVay said they were going to evaluate everything, including the quarterbacks yesterday. All right, the last two I kind of wanted to ask you questions about. Would Houston accept a phone call about Deshaun Watson or vice versa from Jacksonville? (laughs) I'm just going to say this. How I think, number one, if I was a general manager for Deshaun Watson, yes. If I was a general manager, yes. For both teams. Whether I'm with Jacksonville or I'm with Houston mm-hmm. because here's the thing that you'll that will be very helpful, Deshaun to Jacksonville. One, it'll actually make him pretty damn interesting, and two, mm-hmm. you're gonna give Urban Meyer 
a veteran quarterback and not have to just try and work up a rookie. And right. if you're Houston, sure, Deshaun Watson is still going to be in your division, but do you think Jacksonville's really going to be that great? Right. You brought out the wrench in the whole thing. It's the same division. Mm-hmm. It's almost a perfect match trade-wise. Right. But it's the same division. Same division. Also, as far as Urban goes, think about this, Hunter. Matt Rule come into the league. Mm-hmm. Matt Rule got a better job than Urban Meyer did. Yeah, he did. And he, I think he's got a longer contract, too, than Urban's going to get. Now, I haven't seen the Now, the, the, I'm not the saying Charlotte's a better destination than anything, any destination in Florida. What I'm saying is... For the for the most part, people around the league, the league believe Carolina's a better organization. Mm-hmm. But when you, you match them up, Panthers been to two Super Bowls. Jacksonville's been to two AFC Championship games. Mm-hmm. One of them was recent, 2017. Um, but I saw, I think I saw the number from Jacksonville. They had seven win seasons. I think the Panthers have seven. They both have only seven or eight win mm-hmm. seasons started the same year. So I think they're almost the exact organization um, that the Panthers – Mirror image of themselves as either the Bengals and Jaguars. Those 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 three organizations just. So if you're just asking me, Jacksonville Texans get together, trade the first pick and probably some other things. I I probably be, I think it have to be straight up Deshaun. Because because if, be ja- if you're Jacksonville fans, how do you tell everybody you, you gave rid of the number one pick yeah. and something else? Right. And if you're Houston fans, how do you say we gave it Deshaun Watson and something this for Trevor for a rookie? <laughs> so if you just go one for Deshaun Watson, I would still right. take it. Okay. I would still take it because now, Houston is going to find that Jacksonville's in the quarterback market, mm-hmm. and Houston will then find themselves in the quarterback market. So it's now, a match Jacksonville made. Might have a, to send Minshew that way. How about I, that? I, hey, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be a match made in heaven because then they would both at least get a quarterback. You'd get Deshaun Watson in Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence in Houston. I think the best case scenario for your Washington team is. Now, see, the, the, none, the, the, really. the trade thing is, is basically going to be depends on where if he decides to pick a destination and they go that way. No, for y'all, this is what I would do. Honest to goodness. I would sign two people, two veterans. Mm-hmm. One of them's not really a veteran, but one is. I would sign Philip Rivers and Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Let Philip play two years before he's retired, and then it's Minshew mania. I want us to make a. I would like to at Something least. Something to that nature. I would like to at least see us be. I don't. We don't have to be fully aggressive, but at least inquire about trying to get Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you definitely should. We, we have to. Honestly, every team, including you guys, like. So, what, what would be stopping you? And this is where I was going to get into my last team. Okay. Mm-hmm. Including you guys. How about Carolina? I've seen it everywhere. They want to bring him back to the For Carolinas. The now. But with, for what? You know, you know what for? Teddy. And this is what I was going to say. Right, well, if they want Teddy him, and that eight pick. If they want him, take it. If they want the eight pick, take it. What I was going to tell you about the Redskins and as far as the Panthers, you call Houston and you say, what would it realistically take mm-hmm. for you guys to have a discussion with us? And whatever they say, you say right then, Hunter, okay. Yeah, I don't care if they say seven airplanes, right? Build us a stadium, right? Twelve draft picks, whatever. You you just start there. So I tell you what, Houston, tell me what you guys would want. Where y'all want to start, and we'll, we'll go from there. And whatever they say, right now, I'm like, all right, you got it. 
Houston is going to have a besides very, Chase Young, Young can't move off of it. I would say the rest of them are and everything else. Like like if they come back to you guys and said, and here's the difference between. So to me, if you come into me at any point this year, if I'm a general manager and you said do you want Deshaun Watson or Trevor Lawrence, I'm taking Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. every single time. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's like, a known commodity, it, right? I know I have a brick of gold. Mm-hmm. You're telling me I have a have a silver box that might have gold in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and it's bigger than this box of gold, but I don't know if it's gold. So I, to me, that he's worth way more in that sense. So if they called and said, say for the Carolina Panthers and and Tepper, and think about it, if you're the new general manager for the Panthers, you call them like, mm-hmm. hey Dave, uh, they said they want all of our draft picks. Okay. Wouldn't you have used David Tepper? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, listen, I love your draft picks, but you'd have to look at it this way. That's your number one pick is Watson. You got it. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. And not then just after that, that. Sign some people. Do something. I mean, people are going to want to play with him, look, dude. I mean, because look around. How many teams have we said if they just had the quarterback position right? Yeah. If they just had that guy. And that's why I think Houston's getting ready to have probably the busiest offseason they've ever had, at least taking calls-wise, especially leading up to the draft. We're, what, three months away from the draft? <laughs> Just go ahead and trade him now so you don't have to take two months of calls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or at least go ahead and say phone lines are open, guys. Because think about it, the teams that are really going to be inquiring for them are not in the playoffs right now. I do wish they would get it done quickly. I think it would. I think it would be quickly. better for both parties, Deshaun and the Texans, yeah. if they moved swiftly. And I think got it'd be done, it done for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. same thing. Like you know, Cam and what happened of him in Houston. I mean, I mean, New England is just that's a weird situation. All right, here's a couple other news and notes before we get into the NFL weekend. Um, Kyrie Irvin missed seventh consecutive game after trading for. Uh, hard and Duke drops out of the AP top 25 for the first time since 2016 in Louisville women's are number one in the AP poll for the first time ever. I saw a fun tidbit. Well, it's not really a fun tidbit, but it's kind of crazy. Um, this is the first year. I think they said since 68. I see if I can't find that little tidbit really quick. I think I've got a, I've got an announcement for you, Hunter. It's just the first year since '68, I believe, that <laughs> but that all three of these teams are not ranked in the AP top twenty-five: Duke, North Carolina, UCLA? and Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. I'm sorry, 1961: Duke, North Carolina, and Kentucky not ranked in the top twenty-five. The last time that happened, 1961. Still, that's. Unbelievable altogether. You know, well, can... If anything, that really points out these are the some of the blue bloods. But they're all blue of basketball. I know they're all blue. But, so is UCLA, and so is Kansas. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's so funny when and they Kansas, talk about all the blue five bloods. Of them. Yeah, the five blue best bloods. teams. They're five all blue. best teams. They're all blue. But it, it just it really speaks to it. You know how great these organizations and these teams really have been for so long. All right, so I'm coming around to you. I just made a drastic decision in my head, mm-hmm. and it just when things click, it clicks sometimes, Hunter. Okay. I'm looking over here at this NBA page. Yeah. Should I go to it? No. Mm, um, I'm going to anyway. I mean, I mean, you don't have anything. There's nothing here to look at, but you okay. can look where you want. What I was going to get at is watching these games. Mm-hmm. How many jerseys do the Hornets have? 
How many jerseys do these teams have? Six, maybe a piece. In fact, the last one's the Hornets wore. What even their team colors? What the was it the mint? I don't know and, what. The, yes, mint, the mint and, stuff. and like gold. Mint and gold. And, yeah. None of it's none of it's one of our colors. No, the worst the worst one of these alternate jerseys is the Brooklyn Nets one that has just like the little thingy y'all, on no, it. No, y'all. Ours? Mm-hmm. And the black and gold ones. The black and gold ones is sick. Now I'm gonna say this. The jerseys are. That's not your colors. No, I know it's not. <laughs> that's that's what did drives me crazy. Listen, if you want to put twenty five alternate uniforms everywhere. Right. Can they at least be the team colors? What's well, the same thing whenever Oregon comes out in like all silver one game or <laughs> yeah, something? Who's like, this? That is this? It's not know. Oregon. It's not. They're not yellow or green right now. Or the Mint Hill Hornets over here. Like what was that? And then those were ugly too. And, and, and so, and, and this isn't you know this Oklahoma Obi Toppin in a Knicks uniform. It says City that never sleeps uniform. These city uniforms. Is that's what, I, what they're called. That, yeah, that's what city called. uniforms. That, that, yeah, I hate the Brooklyn one. So it looks horrible. So when I was growing up, and I know you know this is this old old that kind of makes you sound older. And the the Bulls were really the first team to have an alternate jersey. Was the black and red ones? Right? Yes, the black. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there one? Yeah, that Joker right there. Yeah. Um, and that was like big news and a lot of things. And and, and the thing, the reason it was such a big news back then is that. You identified with that. You basically a good way to put it is at all times. You basically you root for laundry. Mm-hmm. You have people wearing laundry, and those are the people you pull for. <laughs> as long as that guy right there wears the right colored laundry, I'm going to pull for him. He's my guy. That's my guy. And so, like you know, you, you, if I say Celtics or Lakers, you know what a uniform is. Mm-hmm. How many god awful uniforms do the Lakers have? I don't like their powder blue ones. I don't think they like make any we ha- sense. we have a city one. We've got throwbacks, and, and what I'm getting at is that, like you know, at, at, so if you're going to do all that, Hunter, what I'm saying is that you've already decided that you have lost your brand or given away your brand identity. Oh, the other ones that I don't like either is like the orange cream sickle that Orlando puts on theirs. Ugh. I haven't seen that one yet. It's like white and orange. Like their letters are orange. Or, or I'm this, like, aren't the, you the, black and the blue? Miami Vice ones? For Miami, nah, I kind of like those because they're kind of. But what I'm saying is that they're kind of cool. If we're just gonna wear whatever, whatever the hell we want, whatever color, because there are obviously no color guidelines. No, in the NFL, you wear the wrong color cleat, you get or, or shoestrings, you get. Fine. NBA, in fact, why? Here's it. This is not where I was going with it. The NBA has so many jerseys. Why don't everybody on the floor just wear whichever damn one they want? Right, but it, it has to. You guys are wearing white. Yeah. You guys are wearing some combination of white. Right. Wear whatever the hell y'all want. And what we over here wear cut would be like an all-star game back in the day. Mm-hmm. And and it was always weird that Lakers, you know, they'd have to wear yellow at home because they used to have white jerseys. Mm-hmm. Now they got black, white. white. They got everything. Yellow, purple, blue. The yellows and purple jerseys look fantastic. It's fun. The Celtics crease. I just don't see getting past. I will say this. I'll say four. I'll give you four jerseys. But I don't want to see more than that. And I want the team colors. And the only time they shouldn't be a team color is if it's a throwback like your Wizards thing. And, and those were sick, but those weren't your team colors. No, is, I know they weren't our team colors, but they're sick. Yeah. I like that black and I gold want the, I want y'all to go ahead and do the, the Bullets throwbacks. I like the Pelicans <laughs> throwback. Throwback? How do they have a throwback? They, they have started like five years ago. Yeah. 
you talking about back when they were the Hornets? They no, were the Hornets. Pelicans. So the Hornets were actually the second team, I think, that had the third, the uh, the third jersey, and it was the purple. Uh-huh. So we added the purple, and that 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 was big. So yeah. So what I'm getting at with all that, Hunter, I know mm-hmm. it was a long ride I just took, and this is where I want to land, and I didn't ever want to land here. If you're just going to wear whatever damn color you want, we might as well just have the advertisements on the jerseys. We already have that. They put the little spot. No, up no, there. no, 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 no. I'm talking about everybody lose their team name. Uh huh. Let's do it right now. No more teams' names in sports. Yeah, if y'all aren't going to wear the y'all ain't going to wear your jerseys, why do you have a name? So you're talking about basically this going to be the go Atlanta, soccer. It's going to be Atlanta, just Atlanta basketball team, and and you put the the Atlanta Chick Fil A's. I was going to say the Atlanta Peach Trees because I think that's who their sponsor is. Or, or no, I think no. Isn't that <laughs> I was naming a company Charlotte? from Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Chick fil A's. Or the Coca Cola's. But seriously, like, they, they're already wearing whatever damn colors they want. The, not just it that, up. but you know, they're wearing the patch of someone that's yeah, sponsoring they're them. Still so w- they're right. They're that close. Right. That's what, and what I'm saying is they're going to do that anyway. Overseas, they do it. Except they put it. I'm not like, saying I like it. They put I'm saying the, you're uh, already doing the bull, doing the crap. They put the they put the get it over the with. sponsor at the like on the back of the jersey. They got tramp stamps. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's Never. their their sponsorship. Our tramp stamp. <laughs> they all have to get a tattoo before they play. I just I just want y'all to y'all need to thank my generation for the for those tattoos. Because we, no. we, we started I'm not happy it. about those tattoos. Those tattoos we, suck. Our, our generation definitely. Everyone five years above or below me, every girl has about has one of those. <laughs> uh, everybody in spring break had one of those, Hunter. Even fake ones. Even fake ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I understand what, what you're getting at because it, it's right. true. Like, when you look here... I don't know. Is my this is is this I HDMI pull you up. pulled up? Yeah, I can pull you yeah. up. Let me see. Like I pulled up when Luca was playing over for Real Madrid. I mean, look at you ah. just just look at the front of the jersey whenever you get to it. Look, it looks horrible. And look, it's, it's on the it's on the, it's on the back of this guy's over here. But that's what they're doing already. But, is what I'm exactly. Saying. But what they're real what they're doing right now is this part. It's just the patch. But eventually, and then that little bitty part. So what we'll do now, Hunter, is mm-hmm. put. That's where your Hornets logo will get. They'll, switch, think about they'll it. end up switching them. Think about it. I mean, this essentially is what it's getting ready to be because you've kind of got your small team logo. You've got who made it. This is garbage. And then you've got you've got one of the sponsors. <laughs> That's such hot garbage. That's just what it is. Those jerseys look like a little kid made them. I, listen, <laughs> like look at this. I just pulled up here when he's real little. Sponsor here. Big sponsor here. And then... You know, obviously, team affiliation and who made it. That's just how it is. Y'all need to be looking at my Facebook. Get rid of it. Take it away. (laughs) But like these, like I I understand, I understand wanting to have an MLK Day jersey. I get it. But how many other, how many jerseys do you really need? And you know why they do a lot of this stuff? It's because they know they're going to make money because people are going to buy it whenever they make it available to the general public. Oh, that's the only reason. That's really the only reason. That's it. Like, this this one was the one that you were talking about right here, the city that never sleeps yeah, whatever, for New York. I was like, eh, it looks okay. But the worst one, 
The worst one is the Brooklyn City jerseys. Dude, this thing is horrible. The the is that the crayon one? Yeah. BK alien. This one. I, I don't care how much it is, I'm not buying it. Look. That's ugly. <laughs> that looks terrible. <laughs> now like, that's one that looks like a five year old design. I was about to say, it. explain to me the purpose of misspelling the name of Bro- the team. BK Brooklyn. Like what's the point Brooklyn. of 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 having a Charlotte jersey with CLT on it or CHA, whatever they decide. I to would do. prefer them have CLT cuz at least that's the cost letters for the airport. I would prefer them write Charlotte across the fucking jerseys and that or I would whatever write, whatever or, you just showed or there. If, or if or if they want to do some sort of acronym, the best one that they could do is QC for the Queen that's City. That's fine. I'm fine with that. How about this? Hunter. But this uh, book Brooklyn and then they don't even finish out the E. How do you go from so Hunter's crappy jerseys in in Latvia or wherever, wherever they're going to go to. Now, to, now these are the most greatest jerseys of all time. Those were sick. <laughs> Those were sick. Tell me, you wouldn't rather see stuff like that than. Uh, oh well, and no, no, no. The listen, best thing that they do is on the podcast is throwback. The, it's the throwback Raptors jerseys when Vince Carter and Damon Stoudemire, T Mac. Like, what was crazy about this Hunter is that red wasn't even like a team color, except it was on the Raptor. And then when they, they changed their colors to red and black, and and you were like, why? When every like there's like mm-hmm. four or five other teams with red, red and black. black. Why would you change? That was like when the Ash- Atlanta, no, no, Portland. Diamondbacks. When the Diamondbacks oh, did that, the Diamondbacks, yeah, they did the same thing. The Originally, Diamondbacks it was like and te- Toronto both had purple. Yeah, it was like teal and purple for the Diamondbacks yeah. in Arizona. Pretty uniforms. And yeah, you don't have one up there, do you? We know? actually do. Yeah, yeah, it's right there. That was the original colors of the Diamondbacks, yeah. and then and they're like, uh, we're gonna just gonna go to red and black. And I'm like, and then Dude. the Astros did the same thing. Mm-hmm. The Astros went to red and black, like. You guys have been navy blue and golden yellow for 70 years. Now we're red and black. Same thing as the Cardinals. I don't know why. I love those those baby dinosaur Raptors jerseys. I do like those a lot. Uh, And then the one that I really like the most is the old. What? That I like. Things I, I, is the, is the shorts. Uh Uh-huh. Is those T. I I used to love playing basketball in like, like NBA or college team shorts. Uh Uh-huh. But they're made big, comfortable. Long, um, th- th- those are those are my favorite. Somebody, if you, if in fact, about, somebody I know has a pair of of my throwback Jordan Tario shorts that we need to have a talk about, and I don't know who has them, but some <laughs> one of my friends does. Is yeah, you're, ta- you're talking about them. You know, you're talking about them throwbacks. <laughs> one of the throwbacks I like to see too is whenever Memphis pulls out the old Vancouver Grizzly jerseys. Those oh. are sick. God, those are sick, man. What's funny? I I couldn't tell you to this day. In what part and where of Canada Vancouver is? I just know it was in the west because they were in the, say, in, the, in the conference. I, I think Vancouver is out just above like uh, Washington State, or at least I know it's that way in the west because they would say Vancouver's in the west, Toronto's in the east. And I'm not just saying that for basketball; that was just how I was taught. Now these are probably my favorite jerseys of all time. I would have to say. The Barkley Phoenix Sun jerseys. Yep, the Barkley Suns jerseys, and that court. The court was fantastic, and th- this was one of the first teams that had a. Uh, they had a third jersey. They had that black jersey there in the bottom right here. This Williams jersey. If you can, oh, that's the wrong one. Down here in the bottom, 
Uh, well, if you want to talk about a team that still is embracing the purple, Phoenix is still doing it. They still got the purple. Mm-hmm. A lot of their stuff. They've those... had some ugly uniforms. Like they've had some really good ones, mm-hmm. and they've had some really, really bad ones. Somebody out there can't never decide. Like honestly, look at the, looking at that. What would you ever have to change about it? Nothing. But other than the fact you wanted to sell new jerseys to the same kid who's maybe, got one. I mean, maybe an updated. Like, that's fantastic. Like, you, like, look, like, look, you can still use that same design, but maybe like an updated graphic and maybe updated lettering. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you can still use the same design. It's the same problem that I have with the Rams Here's, changing their logo, or and especially the Ram horns. There's like, an artist rendition of that. Of that. Hundred kind of like what right. you're talking about is a different. Yeah, you can you can keep the same it. you can keep the same idea. The fiery basketball. Yeah, you can keep the same idea, just change it up a little bit. I mean, to to this day, I mean I, that that white Suns jersey, Barkley jersey, is probably one of my favorite jerseys ever. This one, this joke right here. Don't know why, but I like it. I like it, like it, like it, like it, like it. All right, Hunter, let's talk NFL. Yeah. All right. Get, get us on our, our faces there, Tanner, our Mr. Intern. Um, So we'll switch over here. Let's switch over here. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. NFL, we've got four teams left. Yes. It's the final four. Some would argue. It's the final game. Some would argue no, within the seasons. Don't say it. Four best quarterbacks. No. Oh. Some would say it would be the season's four best quarterbacks. One of them just got knocked out <laughs> by the by another old fucker. Right. Yeah. You're right. He did get knocked out. Yeah, Brady was three top, to, Brady's not top four. Dog God. Okay. What? Yes, he is. No. No. Who are you taking right now over Aaron Rodgers? Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Tom Brady. Drew Brees. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Limp arm Drew Brees, right? Yeah. Okay. Did, did who threw seen who threw for more yards I've, yesterday? I've seen who this. Threw for more yards I've yesterday? seen this. Well, first of all, the longest Breezer, play of the day came from Jameis Winston. Yeah, I know. Who's been in more Super Bowls though? What? Uh, what does that have to do with anything here, Tanner? We're talking about right now, and he's talking about a noodle arm, and I'm like, well, he threw for more yards than than Brady did. Um, I he also threw more picks than Tom Brady did. Well, one of them went off his receiver's chest. Mm-hmm. He also had a high one that could have been a third one. He soared that one. The 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 I, I I tell you, Hunter, what the theme of this weekend was in almost every game, and I as soon as I get the damn box scores up, I'll I'll show you. Um, was turnovers. Yeah. Um, yes. So Cleveland got beat by five points. Baker <sighs> threw a pick. He threw a pick, which he, he hasn't been doing. There's one thing. Mm-hmm. Then the play at the end zone where the guy got speared in the head mm-hmm. and fumbled in the end zone, and they lost that. There's an, That's a score. I mean, that, that, that should have been a touchdown. Oh, and... You miss there, so there's your win. Then you punt the ball with four minutes and one time out. Okay, that's stupid. Um, then you challenge a play mm-hmm. that you weren't weren't sure on in the fourth quarter and waste a time. Tyreek. 
He did. That was a great. That was a great focus by him to pull mm-hmm. that ball in. And then, just Hunter, I think their biggest weakness as far as Browns go is if you'll if they 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 need to make their defense better. So All right. Everyone, everybody game. this year has talked about how weak their secondary is. Mm-hmm. I think you can get to the quarterback. I think but... they, just, they need to spend seven picks on seven defenders like the Panthers just did. It's it's getting if anything cl- depth. I think it's they're on the edge of being really bad if they don't shore up the shore it up like really. I think really, really opposite. I think they're really on the edge of being really good. They can if they're if they I get think their Cleveland depth right. is on the edge of being really good. The problem I'm is talking defense. If you're talking defense, then yeah, I think that's anybody every year. Saying. If you so can't, if you can't get your secondary figured out in a passing league, then absolutely. I think their offense is fine. Um, and if you look at all the games this weekend, all right, only... Do you want to know really what I think your weakness was if you were Cleveland? Your coach is one year into his head coaching position. Well, yeah. I think he figured out too late what worked in that game. Well, if you look at that, and that's what something I meant to m- mention a little bit earlier. If you're Urban Meyer mm-hmm. and you're Matt Rule, mm-hmm. what did Rule do when he came in the league? He got a veteran quarterback. Mm-hmm. So think about this. If you're Urban Meyer and this is your first ever coaching in the NFL, how do you explain to Trevor Lawrence what to expect? Because you don't know what to expect. As a rookie head coach that's never been in the NFL, mm-hmm. he should have veteran coaches and a veteran quarterback his first year or two. It's not like Urban has been in the NFL for 20 years and mm-hmm. he's and he's getting this job. He's right. never done this. So when he's never done it and Trevor Lawrence has never done it, mm-hmm. well, I'm trying to find a PC way to say this. If you get two virgins, you don't get a good porno. Okay. You, you understand what yes, I'm saying? Yes, I understand. I understand. <laughs> you don't I get two, two virgins don't make porn stars. Yeah, I, I just, I think, someone, <laughs> I, I truly, I'm trying to say it clearly, I'm just saying, is that two two guys have never done this before, and you're expecting them to just come in and, right. and, and just, hey, we'll just dominate the league. Well, that, that shit don't happen. No, well, but that's what I mean, though, when I was saying, I think, truthfully, Outside of your defense, we've known that your defense was going to be struggling this year mm-hmm. because that you had a lot of injuries on the secondary side. COVID. But how bad for a was the defense, while. Hunter, when you hold the Chiefs to twenty-two? Oh, I know. Played decent. I also wasn't expecting Harrison Bucker to miss two field goals and an extra point, and Patrick Mahomes to get knocked out. But nerves. you, I will nerves. say this: playoff nerves, probably for Bucker. Maybe I don't know, but I'm just saying. If you're not talking about just the the Billies and Joes that are out there on the field, mm. I think it was seriously the coach that held you back. The coach held you back against the Jets, and you lost against the Jets because he wasn't his game plan was not correct in a game where you had no wide receivers and he didn't want to run the ball. In this game, he should have known, like we knew when we were talking about it Saturday morning, the day before the game, that the run defense for the Chiefs was susceptible. But guess what? He didn't realize it until it was about too late. And so that's it's I, just, I just, it's just get, tough. I don't get their game planning. I don't get their... And I think that comes down to first-year head coach. It's like they're doing the opposite of... So if you watch a lot of their plays, I would say over 50% of, of Baker's dropbacks are play action. No, well, yeah, that's, that's what he's good at. But play action rolling, and out. they'll call that on first down, mm-hmm. and you're just like, 
Hand the fucking ball off. Right. You, you got two studs sitting there right behind you. Every time one of those two dudes runs the ball, unless they're hitting the backfield, mm-hmm. they do something positive. Kareem Hunt, I think, was almost averaging five yards a carry every time I saw him they run the ball. They both averaged 5.3 yards a carry. So, at two, ha- two handoffs, and it's a first down. At halftime, they had six total carries. One of them was Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield had a reception, too. Oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield caught more passes. He had more receptions, which caught that one pass, Hunter, than Kareem Hunt had in the whole first three quarters. Kareem. He didn't touch the ball as, like in his hands mm-hmm. until the end of the third quarter and start of the fourth. And so at, at, they had six carries at halftime. They finished with 22. Uh, 16 more carries. Um they come back. Now, here's a couple of things. Now, here's what I was going to t- tell you guys and prove to you why the NFL defenses is the key and not the quarterbacks. To me, it is whoever makes the least mistakes, not the most plays. NFL average in, in history has been 24 points a game. So let's look at some of the games. Bills and Ravens. Score 17 to 3. Mm-hmm. We will spend – we spent – or, or, or experts sent four, five, six days talking about these quarterbacks. What's Lamar going to do? What's Josh Allen going to do? Not shit is what they're going to do. It's playoff time. Because you know one thing they don't always talk about, Hunter, in the playoffs? Two combinations going against your offense. Every team in the playoffs has a good defense. Mm-hmm. It's also cold. It is cold. Offenses don't like cold. It don't matter who you are, whatever. The quarterbacks that's, don't like it. The receivers listen, don't like it. That's why I said whoever wins the Saints Tampa Bay game, I'm serious. I think they're going to be in trouble going that's, up to Green Bay. That's why a lot of playoff games you see low scoring games. Even getting the Super Bowl and, and it's 75 it's down degrees in Tampa Bay <laughs> or in domes. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's 40 to 30. You're like what just happened? But so Bills 17 to three, folks. That means this is how I like to break them down. NFL averages 24. The number one defenses in the league this year gave up 18. So the Bills and the Ravens' defenses gave up less than the best defenses in football. Now, the Bills had a fucking outstanding day they to did. hold any NFL team to three, three points. points. Um, and they, for the most part, contained Lamar Jackson with his legs. Who, who had the worst defense? Was it wasn't them? Was it? Uh, it was Seattle. Seattle. Was no, 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 no. Tennessee had the worst That's defense. It. Okay, but the Buffalo Bills were not far behind them. They, if you just go off straight, you know, total ranking of defense, mm-hmm. they're not great. They're not. They're I think borderline I'm, I'm almost in the twenties. They're almost in I the twenties. Think 20s. they were fifteen or sixteen. Regardless, they're worse than Baltimore's defense. Baltimore's defense, if I'm not mistaken, was like fifth in the NFL. <sighs> Six, seven. Hunter, who's the best defense in the NFL right now based on points from this year? See if you can guess. From points off of this year? Are we talking that are left in the playoffs? Yeah. Um, I would have to say the Bucks. Or You're it's right. Either, it's either the Bucks or the Chiefs. You're right. Bucks are eighth. Yeah. Kansas City is 11th. 12th. Green Bay is 13th. And Buffalo is 16. Now, folks, and the reason I, I did the number at 12, looking back at it, is the 49-54 Super Bowls have been won by a top 12 defense because 12 teams made the playoffs mm. originally. 
So if you keep by that measure, the 12 teams, Tampa and Kansas City are the only teams that can win the Super Bowl this year. If you extrapolate it out to 14, mm-hmm. Green Bay is sitting at 13. Then, Hunter, the poor Bills are at 16. Yeah. But they had a There's only been day. five times in the history of this league has a team that bad, and every one of those teams had someone named Manning mm-hmm. or Breeze as their quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, or, or he's I don't making, think Breeze was it. It might have been. It was two. Both Mannings. I think the Mannings are four of the five. <laughs> the, yeah, was the six misses. <laughs> All I'm saying is, you said Manning, you said Breeze. I mean, he's making a name for Allen. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. He, look, he can lose four Super Bowls and be in the Hall of Fame. Jim Kelly is. <laughs> I think he could go down saw, and be better than Jim Kelly, but I saw a meme. Um, it was I don't know if it was Braveheart or one of those. It was it is one of those movies. The guy was standing there with his sword and all these yeah. horses running after him, right? And it said, <laughs> "This guy is every folding chair in Buffalo, New York, right oh, now." Oh, yeah, folding tables. <laughs> yeah, folding yeah, table. yeah, they're gonna destroy every <laughs> single one of they them. They see the crowd coming at them. I hate though. I hate that the higher seat is Kansas City, so we don't get the AFC Championship game in Buffalo. That would be wild. Yeah, that would be. Did wild. You see Andre uh, Reed's? Uh, uh-uh. he climbed. I think he climbed up in a tree, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he climbed up a tree and <laughs> fell out of it. <laughs> it was way more gravity than yeah. it was jump. There was no like. He didn't jump through the table. He fell. I will say this. I, I will give just Bill's Mafia a quick shout out right here because. A lot of people just think them as the crazy nut jobs that jump around and break tables, but <laughs> they, usually they uh, I know that, but but they've got a lot of stuff that they do for charity wise, and uh, I think they've raised over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars of donations for Lamar Jackson's charity okay. after that game. So I just give because they did a I think it was a quick like segment on ESPN about them one time how that how they really do a lot for charity, and uh, I saw that popped up today. That it, they had raised like over three hundred fifty thousand dollars for, and I was like, "Dang, that's actually really cool." As crazy as crazy as they are, that's pretty cool. I gotta give them a shout out, Bills Mafia. Um, I feel bad for them losing the first two, but I don't want the second two because I was pulling against. Them. Right, <laughs> go, boys. go boys. Uh, but I did not want uh the uh, I didn't want the Redskins to win. I remember, I remember watching that one. Um, I watched it at my uncle's house. Um, what's interesting about the the first one, Hunter, is so KTC, WCSL, are, are, you know how we have uh, Christmas parties? Mm-hmm. We used to have Super Bowl parties. Ah, okay. Now, but here's what here's the kicker. They were open to the public, mm-hmm. and you could buy tickets. So we would rent out, say, the the main one we went in. If, when you go to Krause, you see that Dollar General sitting there? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's where the fit. There used to be a fish camp right there. Okay. So when you go on that crack, when you go to Crouch, you get to that light, and there's four lanes. That road didn't used to be there. That used to be just farm. The road yeah. went through town. Right. So you'd go by that fish camp, and I'm I'm telling you, I'm going to say this out loud. It may not sound great, it may, but I loved them. They were the best ones. I still have never had one as good as what they had there. They had the best ever grilled chicken tenders. 
I like grilled chicken tenders. I mean, I've I, this was in Hunter. This was when I was. I think the last year we did it was teen. I was teen nine. So this a lot of people in the eighties didn't have grilled chicken tenders. <laughs> like, right. like then you just didn't see, and they were just as tender. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking, like put in your mouth. Right. You almost don't have to chew. You can move your tongue on mm-hmm. your palate and break this right. chicken up. It's so good. Um, but anyway, the last one we did there was the giant Super Bowl miss. And what we, we what we'd have we had a local um, uh, appliance store that would supply the TV that would, we'd have uh-huh. a sponsor. Yeah, and we had you know back then it's it big screen, so big we'd have screen. a big yeah. giant big screen TV. And they'd bring the truck in, roll it in, and we'd right. watch it, and and people you know act, we he sold tickets and 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 everything. So anyway, uh, that was a fu- that was so fun. But I'll just never forget though that that last second field goal. So there's people on TV. You know, before they kicked it, I don't know if you ever see the highlights of everybody like holding hands and praying, like the Giants. Yeah, and uh, and every, I I remember the the fan the Giants fans in that room doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. The players were on TV. They all got down on their knees and yeah, and we're all praying for. I mean, I'm talking hundred. Everybody was down on their knees praying for this field goal to get missed. And by God, he missed it. I mean, they Juju. did. I, I can't, I'll never forget. They, there was a guy on our table. He was a Giants fan. He got down on. He got up off the table and got down on the ground. And, started, mm. and he missed it. And then I just remember that place went crazy. But then, so that we didn't have one. Mm-hmm. So the next year, Dad's like, "I'm not having one this year." And it was the Redskins that, yeah. that made. He's like, "Thank God." We Thank watched God. It at my uncles. And uh, but then the Cowboys made it two years in a row, and I was begging him for to have parties and party. Let's have a party. Never did. All right, this is Andre Reed. I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. Um, gravity proving um, wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not defying any gravity in this. Uh, going through a table here. And this was on uh, FanDuel Sports. If I can click the right thing. So, Hunter, well, let's break this down. He's in his tennis shoes trying to climb his tree, sliding all in it. Yeah. He gets up in it. Now, at this point, <laughs> I'm just I don't know, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna just let gravity do it do its do its best. I think he might just I think he slipped. I think he does too. He's talking about it right here. Oh he yeah, says, he said it's very slippery. slippery. Yeah. <laughs> Don't slip and fall. Yeah, there was yeah. no jump to it. it was... No, no. <laughs> he just fell. Is it time to go to wrestling now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Look at that. And hey, this is him trying to explain it. Listen, they, they showed it listen, too quick. I it's wanna... all right. It's okay. We get it. it the, the tree uh. was slick. But I'm going to be honest. I don't think you could pay me really to just want to jump off and throw my shoulder into a freaking foldable table. So questions I have. One, why did he need the tree to break the table? Could he not just get it like? I mean, he's a professional athlete. First of all, he could jump up in the air and land on the table. Second of all, well, they usually any of jump, us could jump on the air and land on a table. They usually jump from high. Is that areas. is is that, is that the key? You I think you probably got to have some good momentum coming down on that. Shit, that thing will break. Boy, you ever I one? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, right, honey, but honey, you've honey. you've seen the ones Tear where down. they you've seen the ones where they jump from like yeah. the top of trucks and the top of built like the top of houses onto them. Like so, I've seen one where the table was on fire. That's backyard wrestling, Hunter. You're watching the wrong video. No, <laughs> I've seen the one where Bill's Mafia fan jumped 
and the table <laughs> was on fire and just broke the table when their back was on fire and just stopped, dropped, and rolled that shit. I saw that in 1988 <laughs> at Nixon Gym in Cherryville. <laughs> Turn around, man. Guess what? Now it's famous. People do it all the time just to show support for a football team. <laughs> That's true. Well, Packers win 32 to 18. Um, They're scary. I just, I don't know. Hunter, I'm going to put it this way. I hate it this weekend. Because the Browns lost. Eh, not necessarily that. <laughs> the the uh, Packers and Rams, either one of them could lose. I don't like either one of them, really. But I don't like the Packers. Mm-hmm. And I don't like Aaron Rodgers really that much. But I don't like anything on the Rams. But I would pull, I'd rather the Rams win than the Packers. The reason why I said <sighs> Green Bay is scary because they just put 32 up on the number one ranked defense at the time in the NFL. And that and and I watched that game, that offensive line nullified any kind of pass rush that the Rams had. Aaron Donald was non-existent, Leonard Floyd was non-existent, Jalen Ramsey got torched by Devontae Adams, and they actually had a run game in Green Bay. It's not just the Aaron Rodgers show now. I'm granted he's playing phenomenal. I'm with you. I don't like Green Bay. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. I always thought he was overrated. But I'm telling you, they look scary. They, they, and what's going to help them, obviously, to get – and I don't mean – they can win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying to get there. Last I, think, four, yeah. I think they Any get there. Teams can. I think they get there, and it's only because, like you said, we're getting in cold weather now. What I saw they're predicting for in Grand, Green Bay, it's supposed to be in the 20s and possibly snowing. So you think, I don't know if them boys that haven't played really up north a lot at Tampa Bay are going to enjoy playing out there. Like you said, offense, it's getting cold. Mm-hmm. But that's what Green Bay's used to right now. So, and I think, who was I listening to the other day? It was a, it was a NFL player, was getting, ex-NFL player, he was getting interviewed. And they asked him, he said, do you think weather plays, oh, it was a keep to leave. They asked him, they said, do, do you believe weather affects how you play? He said, weather can be a mental thing. He said, "If you don't let it bother you, then yeah." He said, "But some guys, it bothers them." Well, if you're it, you look at it this way: every second you think about the cold, you're not thinking about mm-hmm. football. Like right. so, when it's not cold, are you sitting there thinking about, "Hey, it's not cold right now"? No, you're thinking about football. Yeah, I got to do some football stuff um, here in a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I know they're all pros and they should be used to it wherever they're going to go and play. But at the same time, you got it is different. Th- think about it. We were talking about it a few weeks ago. Whenever. We were talking with Gene about the Yetis and them mm-hmm. getting the boys coming up from Florida, Florida. and it they, was only like, just like fifty-five. It was like only fifty. It. it was only fifty degrees, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, I gotta put on, I gotta put on a hoodie." And I'm like, "You now you got a team from Florida and Tampa getting ready to go up to twenty-something degree snowy weather in Green Bay." What's What's weird about let's say Green Bay, for example? At least with Kansas City and Buffalo, they both play in at least cold environments. So wherever they play, they'll be decent. Green Bay having home games, you know. I, I don't, just hate I don't that think you can't it, have as many fans. I don't think it. Everybody's gonna be the same temperature. Mm. Thing about it is, is that it's an advantage in this sense. Like, it, it, there are gonna be some people. So think about your Green Bay. You get at home, you get an LA team in the first round, mm. and you get a Florida team in the second round. Mm-hmm. Like, this is football. So, but I started looking at the end. I started thinking about the NFC. I'm like, well, who else plays outside? There's only like three teams that play outside in the NFC. 
in the cold. Just in the NFC in general. In the whole it's, NFC. Yeah, it's like Chicago and Carolina. They put well, I, and that's not even cold. No, we're not counting Carolina. You all, we're counting the Giants. Okay, so the Giants, right. the Giants, Bears, Giants, Eagles, Washington, and Bears. And that's it. Yeah, that's about it. So unless one of those teams is in the playoffs, coming to Green Bay, they're going to have an advantage mm-hmm. in Green Bay because look at it. So Cowboys dome, Detroit dome, Vikings dome, Falcons dome, Saints dome, Carolina and Bucks south, NFC West dome, 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 <laughs> domes, just domes, just just nothing. And then no. you but think about it: how many teams in the AFC play outside? A ton of them. Buffalo More. plays outside. More. Kansas City plays outside. Buffalo, New England, New York, Pittsburgh, yeah. Cleveland, Cincinnati, Baltimore. Baltimore. There's seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Denver, eight. Kansas City, nine. Yeah. Yeah. Even, well, never mind. They're outside and in the south. So I was going to say even Jacksonville, but no. Tennessee, if you want to count Tennessee that. does. It gets cold. Well, I mean, it's cold right now. Right. But, Tennessee plays outside. But they do, have, they do have a clear advantage with that. All right. Um, so Packers host the championship game. Next game was Browns and Chiefs. Now you lose by five, Hunter. Mm-hmm. You're you're not even a foot. You're not a yard away. You're not two yards away. You're a half an inch away mm-hmm. from scoring. And they lost. All right. Though I, I text Thomas, this is the fumble too. He just fumbled a half an inch from the line or three, whichever one it is by now. And, and, and you lost. So. You lost a five-point game to supposedly the best team in football and may have been a bad call by the ref. Hey, hey don't fumble that close to the end zone. Hold on to the damn ball. Um, is it a bad rule? Some people say you should bring the ball out to the 20 and keep the ball. I agree. I think it is a, to- a terrible rule. You, you can't fault an offensive player for fumbling and it going out the back of the end zone the, and then thinking it's okay to just give it to the defense. So the thought was back in the day when they – you know, didn't really throw it and have instant replay and all this stuff. Was that you? They didn't want people fumble forwarding. People, oh, people intentionally were intentionally fumbling, fumbling on like the two or like. So if I'm running and I see a guy's going to tackle me, mm, kind of really, especially it if it's fourth down, right? Yeah, I'm dropping the ball and hoping one of my teammates get up, just drop it, and roll it in the end zone. Mm-hmm. So that was the idea, is to stop that mess. And but to give the other team the ball, I think I think a better idea w- would be. And it might have been Dan Orlovsky that I saw said it would be to move it back. You get the ball at the twenty. The offense replay the down. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I'm fine with that. I, I saw so multiple it's people second say down, that. third down from the twenty, and I'm fine with that because it's it's difficult for you to just. But here's, I, here's say, a question: I got to penalize you for for fumbling, and it went out the back of the end Let's zone. Let's do and loss of down. I would prefer them do a lot more of loss of down stuff than just replay of down because here's why what if you run it what if you fumble and you started at the 40 yard line mm-hmm. and then they take it back to the 20 you still got a 20 yard gain right it's just second down instead and it, of first down well it's probably a first down because you just ran 40 yards yeah <laughs> so there, there'd be there's difficulties in that but somebody yeah. else can figure out the details i'm just wondering if i just if, if, don't, sh- if, if that should be the rule or not i just don't think it should go to the defense right I don't think it should go to the defense because when we have um, if it fall anywhere else on the field that is not recovered clearly, mm-hmm. it stays. It with stays, the offense. stays with the offense. Yeah, Except and, I, and not back only that, zone. whenever we have safeties, when we have yeah. safeties, it's it's the defense gets the points, but they got to kick it, they got to punt it to the offense. Right. So it's like I don't know why 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 in that situation does the defense <laughs> got, get got, the ball? I got one for you. 
You place the ball at the 35, and you have to kick a field goal attempt. I don't care. <laughs> anything anything except no. giving it back yeah, to the if defense. If you fumble through the end zone, the penalty is you keep the ball, you gotta kick a but field you got to try to kick a field goal mm-hmm. right now from the 35, which makes it end up being a 52-yard mm-hmm. field goal. Yep. <laughs> you got to try it. Go for it. So, Hunter, if I tell you before the season started that the Browns would lose by five in Kansas City in the second round. And that's how their season is, went in. Is that not a successful a season? season? It's a good season. It's a very good season with a bright future. As long as they are able to keep everybody in place and build upon it, it's a bright future. People, we they talked about before the they season. Cannot have, what they can't have is a regress, a regression in Baker. Well, they we, can't. we talked about before the season is that um, expectations. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about these teams, like, so what's your ex- like, like when I was trying to talk to Terry, like, okay, Terry, when... Dak, when when Roma got benched, and I left, I said, "I'm pulling for the Browns." What you remember? What their record was? Right, they were zero and sixteen. They didn't have a Baker Mayfield. So, what's your next progression? Well, let's win three to five. Well, then what's your next one? Well, let's win seven to nine. And they did. What's your next one? Well, let's win nine to eleven, and they did. Like. He he has gotten better every, and they have gotten better every year. So well, you can't say that to a Dallas Cowboys fan who goes into every season <laughs> they thinking they're Super Bowl bound. Super Bowl. There's a difference, but <laughs> like if you like, I get it. Fanatic is in is basically the the yeah, term sure. it's for it's the long for fan, and I get that. And to a degree, you can be so blinded and so jaded. Like when I used to talk to Carolina Panthers fans whenever they were thinking they were going to the Super Bowl all the time because they had Cam Newton, a great defense. I'm like, that's not going to happen. you you got to keep realistic. As a Washington fan, I don't sit here and say we're we're playoff bound everywhere. We're, for God's sakes, I picked us to win five, six games this year. You have to look, you have to have perspective and be realistic do at you, times. Do you think Dallas fans, if I'd have told them then, which I did tell Terry, I mean, how does that, Dallas feel knowing that they don't even have the most Super Bowls? It's been five years, and Dak has one playoff win. Mm-hmm. It's been Ryan two, Tannehill has more. He did that in one playoff one play, run. in one playoff run. Um, I think he might have actually in these past two years have played maybe more playoff games than Dak. Joe Flacco has ten times more playoff wins than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but if you ask anybody under twenty five years old right now. If you start a team, who would you rather have, Joe Flacco or Lamar Jackson? Every single person's going to say Lamar Jackson. I enjoy Lamar. I think eventually he'll get better, but it was good for him to get over the hump and at least win a playoff game. But I know I know what you're saying. But, it's the same thing if me and you were to ask a kid, what you think about Melo? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I love LaMelo. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> that's, that's not Melo. That's... That's Lamelo. I'm talking about Carmelo, the car, the the one that's actually going to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I'm talking about that Melo. It, it's that it's that mm-hmm. thing, you know. And it's just, it's the same. People, it's whatever you've seen. I people. know. I know exactly what it is. Whoever comes in and tries to replace Brady and the so, Patriots, those but, kids will be like, "Oh my God, he's the best thing ever." So let's let's look at this for the Ravens. You had the number one defense mm-hmm. in the NFL. You only gave up 17 points in a playoff game. And you still lost. Again, Hunter, who's the quarterbacks this weekend? Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers, Rodgers, and and Allen. Allen. What you said could possibly be the four best quarterbacks. Let's say that is the case. Let's say that's true. 
if that is the case, how's Lamar Jackson ever going to not only make it to a Super Bowl, but win a playoff game other than against a team that's I – mean, he beat Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Is that – The defense really did that. They held uh, they held Derrick Henry to like 24 yards. I mean, yeah, didn't they score like 13 points? Mm-hmm. It was so, like, what was the score? It was like 17 I to 13? 20, 20 to 13. That's right. It was a seven-point so game. So in two playoff games, mm-hmm. Lamar got 23 points. Mm-hmm. NFL average for one game is 24. So my point is that that style of football, again, once you get to the playoffs, it's cold. It's And the defenses are better. Do you want to know what else I've noticed, too, about these four quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. You can argue they're the best deep ball throwers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, I love Drew. I, I know I give Drew a lot of crap right now for at least the past two years. That's just because I think he's he's not looking and seeing that the door's kind of open for him to go. But it's mostly because the dink and dunk stuff will only get you so far. But now that Brady, same thing we said with, with the Patriots, them throwing the ball underneath is fine and dandy, but a defense is going to be able to play that easier than if they have a, a way to take the top off. And so you look at the Aaron Rodgers. They've got three wide receivers that could really go deep in Green Bay. In Tampa Bay, they do. Mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs, John Brown, and everybody that can take the top off. With a quarterback, obviously, that can throw the ball Who's there. Who's going deep and in the Patrick Mahomes. Manuel Sanders, maybe? Not, Deontay, whoever Deontay now, Johnson was now, that got hurt. With that said, what other quarterback in the NFL goes 12-4 and four and wins that division and beats Bucks twice? With no deep threats. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. It's not not a long list. Well, that's the, uh, we're, I could probably say the top four guys that are right here in the final. I don't know if Josh Allen does that. Well, that comes down to more off. Like That's all they had him throwing for the past two years, though, until they got Stephon Diggs so they could take the top off. Mm. That's all they would want him to do. So um, that's more of a schematic thing for him. So the final game, and again... You can almost one one score type game type thing. Defense wins this game as well. Bucks and Saints. Um, Bucks win thirty to twenty. It was twenty three twenty. And a pick. Well, the Saints had the ball and ended up getting another pick. Bruce the Bruce the more interceptions than than Brady. So it's not like the Bucks just dominated and won that no. game. The Saints were winning the whole game for, no. really for the most part. But I but I told. Saturday. That's why I was going to pick the Bucks, and I'm glad I did. And they came out with the win. It's did Brady win that game or this defense? No. Well, game? I'm not saying because it is Brady. I I remember specifically saying, yes, the Saints have beat them two times in a row. It's hard to beat a, the same team three times in a row in football, especially if the quarterback <laughs> is Tom Brady. Now, you throw some other Joe Blow over there. Say Jameis Winston was having a hell of a year. I don't think they win that game if Jameis Winston was still in Tampa Bay. But because it's Tom, and because that's a actually a really good defense, and they actually showed up, I'm tell- it's just that's just hard for you to look at an NFL team and saying, unless it's like a Jacksonville, that you're going to beat them three times in a season. They've so, seen you twice already. They've got film. They're peaking at the right time. So Brady, his numbers, look at this, 18 of 33. Breeze was 19 of 34. Similar. Exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But 
what people today are sitting here basing their reactions on how again how the, that those defenses played and you got the one got three picks and and a fumble so four turnovers from New Orleans how many how many teams win a football game hunter with four turnovers not many and they, your name would they, have to be New, uh, Kansas City <clears throat> put it this way New Orleans had four turnovers and still score twenty points okay that would have been good enough to beat the Browns Bills Ravens and Rams. Mm. They could have beat four teams by what they got. And get this, they'd have been two points away from beating the Chiefs. Yeah. So the only teams that could have beat, that, that would have beat the Saints this weekend were the Packers and, and the, and the uh, Bucks. Or the Bucks, yeah. The only two, only two teams got 30 points. I mean, they, they'd had a chance against the Chiefs on the last drive if they'd had it. So, man, these defenses, they're stepping up. But it is weird, Hunter, looking at this list. It's got me worried on... Because I, I really like to pick, especially at this point, based on um a lot on the defenses. 8, 11, 13, and 16 is nothing I'm, to get listen, excited about. Then it's nothing to get excited about, and these are like some of the top 10 in offenses. If I'm not mistaken, I think all four of these teams are at least top six in, in, in offense in the NFL this year. That actually makes me really want to know. Because... I've seen Buffalo put 50 up multiple times. I've seen Tampa Bay route Green Bay in Tampa. I have seen and known what Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs can be. I don't think they've played up really to their potential this year, but I know what they can be. It's crazy. Offensive leaders in yards. I'm already looking at three of them right now. Green Bay, Kansas City, and Tampa Bay. Two, four, and five. If I go to complete leaders for this, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, this is this postseason. What if I just yeah, go you got regular season? So Let's you, just look at the regular season. You try to look at stats. I've already got it right here. I've already got it. I was gonna say oh, if, you're, if, you're, if them, you're going offense, you got a backup. Kansas City, Buffalo are one and two in scoring offense. I'm just talking about total offense. You're talking yards, yards per game. I'm talking about yards per game. Now, if we go points, yeah, right. Points per game. What we keep score with in this list. All, right, so. all right, three out of the four. Okay, one, two. Th- I'll give you one, two, and three. Green Bay, Buffalo, Tampa Bay. Are they one, two, and three in points? One, two, and three in points. So 31, who's 31, first? and 30. Green Bay. Who's second? Buffalo. Who's third? Tampa. And then. <laughs> What's Kansas City, right? Sixth. Sixth, and they're 29.6. I said these four in the top six, and that's what they are. As a matter of fact, three of them are one, two, and three. All right, I'm going to pick your Super Bowl based on that. You ready? <laughs> we, I added them together. Mm-hmm. And this is just as pure bullshit as it can be. Bullshit. Tampa added together is 11. Green Bay, 14. Tampa's going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Kansas City, 17. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, 18. That's close. That's razor thin, dude. Chiefs versus Bucks in the Super Bowl based on rankings alone. I'm going to be honest after what I saw. Now, here's the thing why I am skeptical skeptical about picking the Buffalo Bills-Kansas City Chiefs game. I have to see how Patrick Mahomes does during his concussion protocol throughout the week. If he's cleared, then fine. I would Because I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. It was just match up perfectly. But I, Brown should have won that game. I don't know. 
I don't know because if you look at the hit, it's mm, strange. Sure it's strange. It wasn't even really at his head. It was almost like his neck. I still don't know what part. How, I don't. How he got hurt. I don't know. Was it a Dale Earnhardt neck snap thing? Is that what I, happened? I don't know. Maybe I think maybe the helmet kind of got the lower part of his neck area. Yeah. Because it really didn't hit his head, and his head didn't do the part. You know, you see players come down and their head just slams the ground. Andy Reid said before protocol, Mahomes would have played. <laughs> yeah, I after they that. scraped him up, I, they would have. Did you see him when he got up and tried to walk yeah, by himself and about passed out? I'm telling you, if yep. cha- if if they put Henny out there, it's Buffalo by a long shot. But if it's Patrick Mahomes, I can seriously see this game being a shootout. I really can, and and I'm fine with that. I think that'll be fun to watch. Buffalo's got a, a fighter's chance in this game. And I'm going to tell you why, really. It's because I agree with you. I think Cleveland should have won that game, even with Patrick Mahomes in. And I know I picked the Chiefs to win. I, he didn't. They didn't impress me. And it looked like, and reports come out now, that Patrick Mahomes apparently had like a foot injury. I so tell you what was, impressed me about Kansas He was playing Kansas about City. one foot. I tell you exactly what impressed me about Kansas City. This is their coaches have the way of us. Oh, Andy Reid, they got nuts, dude. Yeah, yeah. so it, it, I just like seeing coaches do things other than mm-hmm. what the TV announcers sitting there saying, well, right here what you should do is rah, 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 run rah. a ball or to go go take a <laughs> – Now. Or see if they'll jump. With that said, from six inches away, I don't fuck around and throw a pass. No. It's no. a quarterback sneak I'm is looking, the only call you where know what I hand off to the biggest son bitch no, on the team. No, do you want to know what I literally <laughs> thought they were going to do? I thought they were just going to try and make Cleveland jump. Yeah. I didn't expect them to snap the ball at all. So they threw they threw that, which was wild. Um, and they also ran an option with Mahomes, mm-hmm. a speed option in the NFL. Um, and like you said, He's he didn't creative. even get hit that hard. No. But then again, again, and see, that's the thing – one thing people don't talk about. So on a video game, you sit here and play this video game with Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and you can run around in circles all day. You know, he gets tackled on the video game. He's, he's okay. Fun. Well, Hunter, what happens when you're tackled at full speed on frozen turf? That ground is hard. Shit hurts. This shit hurts, man. Even if you're not running at full speed, it's going to hurt. So think mm-hmm. about it. That you got to take that into consideration. Okay, so let's say this. Let's say he runs twenty yards. Whether it's Forward, sideways, or whatever. He just mm-hmm. runs around and mm-hmm. runs for 20, 30 yards. Well, next play, do you take that into consideration that he, he might, might be, be ended? Right. And people don't ever think about that at all. And that's the thing with these running quarterbacks. Well, this play was outstanding, or that play was outstanding. But the next three, he might throw into the ground because he's too tired to plant his feet and do right. his and do his mechanics right. Right. So these these quarterbacks in that cold weather and it gets that and then and they and they, and then Kansas City not running it. Um, and I just, I don't know. The, at least the coaches have, like I said, Wavos. The, the Browns coaches are the biggest chicken shits in the world. I think I'm going to, if you, if you put too. my feet to the flame and say, who today are you going to pick to go to the Super Bowl? I'm going to be honest, I think I'm going to go complete opposite of you. And I know it sounds crazy. It's not just because you picked him, but I think Green Bay can get it done in Green Bay. And I'm serious. Buffalo... I can't forget. We I can't get it out of my mind. They scored fifty plus points at the num on the number one defense at the time, Miami, mm-hmm. and they just put. And I know it's against a fifth ranked defense, but they still at least almost got to the twenty mark. So they're they're at least showing you 
They can score. I'm pulling for them because I hate. I don't like the. I don't hate the other ones. I think Buffalo can get in. I would never pull I just, for Green Bay. I don't want Green Bay to get in. I think it would make. I'd be happier to be honest if Tom Brady won the whole thing, or Patrick Mahomes. I really would. I'd love to see Josh Allen, of course, get one in Buffalo. But I'm just something in my gut says Green Bay is going to this Super my butt, Bowl. My, my butt. My gut says Kansas City's winning. Um, and it has been the old year. It's to me, it's almost like one of those. Well, it's it, 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 it's it's almost one of those like those NBA seasons where we hope and wish and dream and, and hope and not. wish and dream. Same thing with college and football. At, and you at think the end it's going to be someone different, right. and it's not. And then at the end of the year, you're like, we fucking wasted a lot of time, didn't we? We talked about all these teams. We wrote down this quarterback, this coach. We're sitting here thinking about it. right now. You're arguing about what a Drew, people are arguing about. Drew Brees retired after going twelve and four and forty touchdowns or whatever it was, thirty five touchdowns. And if and then who knows what's going to happen in, in two weeks in the in the Super Bowl? Josh mm-hmm. Allen might win. Um, Someone might throw. Tom Brady can win his seventh championship. If God for if Mahomes or, or Rodgers wins it, you'll never hear. If Mahomes or Rodgers wins it, and they beat Brady, Brady, you know where we're going, don't you? Goat conversation. He's not the goat anymore. I which would, which I'll is a weirdness. That listen to this because listen to this. This is what's weird about this generation. They'll say Tom at six and four is not the goat. Mm-hmm. LeBron at four and six is the goat. Montana at four and zero is not the goat, but Mahomes at two and zero is the goat. Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers at two and zero, right? Even though it's been ten years since Rodgers has even made a Super Bowl, is there any math being taught in today's school? I want you to think about that. <laughs> no, I want you <laughs> no. to think. I want you to think about that. Tanner, like, Tanner just said no. Like Kevin, seriously, and people, I don't think are really thinking about this. How many times does this make it? If Tom Brady makes the Super Bowl, regardless if he's with the Patriots. If anything, him making the Super Bowl this year, first year with a brand spanking new team, it solidifies. Mm-hmm. It solidifies he's the greatest of all time. And there I don't think there can be a discussion unless Patrick Mahomes gets to like four or five and doesn't lose. You gotta, yeah, you doesn't gotta lose. Yeah. You gotta start at four 0 I agree because Montana's there. Right. And that's what people used to say about the, the Jordan thing is that okay, well let's let's think about it seriously. Just take just take the away he's the all-time leading scorer, too. Let's say you got a guy who's 6-0, and and he was the MVP of all of his finals, and you have to start there. So once you get to 6, then we'll have that conversation. Until you get until you even get to 6, mm-hmm. I'm not answering the door. I don't answer the door for four rings. Right. I don't answer the door, Hunter, until I hear it ring six times. That's the best way to put that. Right. Fucking answer the door for somebody's got four rings on their hand. Six, six. But then, okay, let's say this. Saban has seven. Let's just th- let's just rethink. <laughs> let's just rethink right now. Let's say LeBron right now was four and two. Mm-hmm. What would the what would the argument be? It'd be close. He'd be there. Probably saying he's got more championships than he does losses. But well, my, well, my question is that do they argue that he would be greater at four and two or four and six? Because, because they try to bring it up and say, well, he went to more championships. Okay, then, well, which one would you rather be, four and two or four and six? Mm-hmm. If your answer is four and six, it's kind of weird. You want to lose six times? <laughs> you want to get to the precipice just to be let down? Yeah. I don't know, but th- this, I know what you're talking about, and I can see it. As soon as Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers 
wins this championship, I think ESPN is going to nut everywhere. Because That's what I'm saying, both of those two. They're, yeah. they're going to just they're just going to lose their mind, and it's going to be they're already going to be in goat status. And try, I believe Patrick Mahomes has got a great opportunity to get there. But I'm if he wins this one, I'm not just going to stamp mm-hmm. a stamp of approval. You're the goat, even though if you even if you do beat Brady, I'm sorry, he's this is his what tenth mm-hmm. super. This, that would be his tenth Super Bowl he's made. He's won six. He's got a winning record compared to a losing record in a championship game. I mean, what more do you want? I don't. I just don't get it. I don't. And I know what. I know exactly what you're saying. But something in my gut tells me the 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 one team that I feel the most confident in making the Super Bowl is Green Bay. It's crazy, I know, because I saw what Tampa Bay did to Green Bay in Tampa. But that was like week three or four. It's been a long time since that happened, and Aaron Rodgers looks like he's in peak performance. Look, someone just fueled him up if he was a car with Valvoline and said, go on, get, just pedal to the metal. He He's he's doing crazy things right now. First quarterback looking like he's going to have 40-plus touchdowns and less than six interceptions. I think he's got four or five on the season. If the Bucks can make Aaron Rodgers turn the ball over, then we'll have a different discussion, just like they did with Drew Brees. But uh, all right, I got one. For, he just doesn't turn the ball over. I got one for Tanner here. Tanner, if let's say you and Hunter, no, not to say you and Hunter, let's say Hunter and myself. So I make your decision a little bit harder, easier for you. All right. We go to the, we're both Olympians, okay? He is a soccer Olympian. I'm a underwater basket weaving Olympian. Now, whatever sport it is, right? Let's say I have nine gold medals, and that's it, okay? I've got nine gold medals. Hunter here has six gold medals, seven silver, and one bronze. Who is the better Olympian? He's got 14 medals. I've got nine, but all nine of mine are gold. He's got six gold, seven silver, and one bronze. Would you rather be nine golds or have half and half silver and bronze? I'd say half and half because you have a you have one in each one, so you can say you won something in each one. But you didn't win. But you lost eight times. <laughs> you get it? You lost eight times. Those are those are participate silver and bronze. Are participation medals. One guy's got nine golds, and the other one's got some silver and bronze. Think about that. That's the argument that LeBron people made. It. You just did it. Well, I mean, MJ did come out and say LeBron was the goat. You f- where, when, and why? He F- said you it find on that. Twitter like two no, years ago. No, he has never said anything like that. If you can find that from Michael Jordan, 
legitimate Michael <laughs> Jordan, not a, some burner account trying to be Michael Jordan. Yeah, that would have. I can promise that, you, that made he's never long, said long that, or else he would have never released the Last Dance to remind everybody. But Hunter, that's the argument they're making, of course, and, and I kind of wanted to, to break it down that way because they, they'll argue about the the mm-hmm. first or second round losses. But again, I got nine golds, you got six. And that's the only ones I ever played in. And where did I get the nine number from? Do you know? Jordan actually won two gold medals. He actually won college. Oh, that's college. So there's your nine championships. LeBron has six. He's got two golds. He got six silver losses. Oh, I forgot. He doesn't have seven silvers. He's only got six. Four and six. He's six, six, and one. So six golds, six silver and one bronze medal. Did you know, Tanner, that there is nothing in Michael Jordan's house that is bronze? No. Unless they make the MVP statue out of it. Unless it's a picture of LeBron. It's the only thing in his house that's LeBron's. LeBron's medal. Did you know they're going to rename it? Huh? You want a shirt that says that? LeBron's medal. No. You don't want to talk about him shaming our country? No. Losing the championship? The first, oh, the only man. person to ever do it. Shame. All right, Tanner, hook us up over here. Been talking on Hunter's face for a minute. Um, all right, Hunter. Um, so I think we're done with those actual game games. Yeah, we're done with the actual game games. Um, trying to get any other news and notes that you wanted to on as far as the NFL goes. We're going to kind of, we'll probably, of course, pick Saturday, folks. Uh, Saturday morning, Zach, um, Zach should be here Wednesday to go over some more of this. So. No other news and notes for NFL, really. Other than check my Twitter. Other than just seeing, you know, who's getting hired where. Chargers hiring the defensive coordinator from the Rams as their new head coach, even though they got a young stud offensive court, uh, quarterback. I don't know why they didn't go offensively, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the Niners are making some moves uh, within their own coaching staff. I don't know. That's just what we're going to see right now is all these teams filling voids that they have, filling needs on the coaching carousel. But other than that, it's just getting closer and closer to the final th- game of the year. Break, breaking news in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Hornets and Wizards will not be playing Wednesday because of the corona. Ah. Is that really breaking news? No. It says 25 minutes ago. Well, but does anybody care? No. <laughs> oh, that's no, that's different. That's, that's, that's definitely that's breaking different. news. Breaking news? Yeah, probably. But does anybody care? Yeah, I mean, that's... Hmm. Not sure. We'll see about that. But... We I've been seeing that a lot lately in the NBA. They've had a lot of postponements. I know uh, one of the Wizards game a few nights ago was postponed. I think it was against the Heat. Um, that's also another team that is in conversations of possibly you know, basketball having a trade. Is the easiest of these of these um, to reschedule sports to reschedule because mm-hmm. they play they can play any day really. <laughs> yeah, I mean well, I, there's another. I mean there's a game literally right now happening. Minnesota two, and Atlanta. Two of them. Two of them. San Antonio and Portland's playing. Yeah, it's like 3.30 in the afternoon on a Monday. Yeah. Like, they got times that they're playing at random times. Yeah, Washington and Cleveland was postponed today. So, so I was thinking about something the other day, and it's kind of ridiculous why they, why they won't do for it. For God's sake, there's already a final score from today. We'll Orlando see, and New York. Let's we'll see if Tanner can 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 answer answer the question. Get, get, get it right, Tanner. This is a trivia question. Why do you think... That, let's say, you know, since 
with all the corona stuff, you can only allow a certain number of people in the stadium. Some of them don't allow any. Shouldn't these teams or leagues, as a sign of good faith to the community, play in different spots other than their arenas? And do you know the reason why they don't play somewhere else other than their arenas or fields? So, like, for example, um, you know, especially some of these baseball teams, like, say, the Braves or whatever, that if they're mm-hmm. not having if they're not having fans come to the games, all they need is a baseball field. So wouldn't it be neat if they traveled around to some of the local towns, like, you know, go to the, go to local college towns, like play a game in Athens and, and play a game in, in Charleston or play a game in Myrtle Beach or, or a series, obviously, in Myrtle Beach at, at different venues. But see if you know the reason why you don't think they do. And it's petty. I'm going to tell you, it's a petty reason. Because they don't want to leave their stadium? Kind of. Who do you think doesn't want to leave the stadium? The players. Ding, 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 ding. They got all the amenities they there need you go. right there. Ding, 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 ding. They, they kind of started thinking about that. Uh, and then they were shot down immediately by one of the players' associations as far as as that because they said that um, they wouldn't have the same locker room amenities as they would in a professional setting. Wonder what the wonder what the main deterrent was for that. You know, because you gotta remember Kyrie when 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 they went to the bubble, he was concerned that they Tanner, he was concerned that the league was gonna lose their alcohol sponsors because the league provides them alcohol after the games. These millionaires can't buy a bottle, can't buy their own damn bottle from the ABC store, and the league provides it for them for sponsors. And Kyrie, one of his main concerns, yeah, was where they're gonna lose their boozing. As much as he's worrying about all this other <laughs> stuff other than basketball, now no, he's worried sad. about alcohol. That's yeah. funny, man. That's funny. <laughs> Kyrie, man, see, that's what happens when you go to Duke. Maybe that's why James Harden is so fat too. You act weird. Act weird. Um, all right, NBA standings. I was pulling those up. We're trying to at least. Um, uh, this is such a shame, Hunter. Yeah, Kevin Durant. He scored forty-two. <laughs> such a shame. He scored forty-two. <laughs> I know, but it's such a shame. Like he's gonna go down. Let's say he play, he he doesn't get hurt again. Let's say he doesn't get hurt again. Like I don't he, know how many years has he been in there. Was it ten yet? Has he been in right ten years? The, so it's right at it. Um, I can find out. He um he has played with um Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry, now Kyrie Irving, and now James Harden. He's mm-hmm. played with more than three. I would say if you named. If you I would get you if you name the ten biggest ball hogs, all of those would end up in the ten. You right. may be able to get all those squeeze all those guys in the top five in NBA history. Like, so I think I saw Shaq. It was uh, they, they were making fun of Harden. And them. It's gonna be mm-hmm. like it's gonna be pat 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 pass pat 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 right. pat 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 pass. I just don't. I don't know. I've seen. 
Yeah, he's I, in his 13th season. I'm just trying to figure out how, how it all works. I'm just sitting here. What was it? I think it was... Um, they're going to be hard as crap to guard, but... Oh, 100%. They're going to be hard to cra- as crap to guard in the whole thing. And I want you to think about it, though, too. It's it's a, it's a blessing and a curse because, say, one of them's having a bad night. Well, right. my God, you got right. the other two to worry about. Anybody else can go out for Anybody 40. Anybody else can go out for 40. It, that's exactly what's going to happen. So they're, they're a match-up nightmare. The problem is, is I love what Charles Barkley said. He said, you traded the Splash Brothers for the Dribble Brothers. That's what I was, yeah. Yes, exactly. That's what I was trying to remember. <laughs> that's what he said. So it's going to be the Dribble Brothers. I don't really see it being a huge bad thing if you look at it for Brooklyn. And if anything... It's like a, how do I put this so people quite understand? It's like a, a bad problem to have. Who's going to ha- who's gonna take the last shot? Who's going to maybe sacrifice one night while the other guys are being hot? That's like, a, that's like a good problem to have because it's showing that these guys are getting ready to score a shit ton of points regardless. I mean, the other night, James Harden and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, 42. James Harden in his opening Night, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the exact number was 34, but I know it was 34, 30 plus. That alone is over 70 points out of two people, and they scored 125. I mean, that's ridiculous. Over 50% of their points just came for those two people. It's, it's amazing that they have so much firepower, but at the end of the day, like I said, I think it's... A, they're one of the rare teams, kind of like when Golden. They said the same thing with Golden State. It's a, it's a almost a good problem to have. Who's gonna score more tonight for us? Tanner, I'm blind. I looked in the lights down here. <laughs> I can't see. Come on now. <laughs> oh, I look straight into. It. I just look straight. Down. Why? I don't. I didn't mean to. Our lighting rig behind us. Good God. The problem is Hunter. Is that when Steph Curry and Clay score, Clay especially only needs like one dribble. That's it. Steph needs a couple every now. Clay and then. had like what forty points off eleven dribbles one yeah. time. Ridiculous. But you can't pass it to Kyrie or Harden, and then just dribble and then once. catch the damn ball and shoot to some bitch. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. They just catch it and pat, 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 right. pat, pat. Let me work it. Let me we'll, work the shot clock down. We'll a shake bit more. somebody. Do all this work, take 90 steps, three spins, just to throw up a finger roll in the lane. Ugh, man, I just, I feel bad. I, I I always wanted Kevin Durant to have his own team built around, around him. him, for him. And, it, and, and he's never had that. It's always just been, we're going to throw a bunch of players together, and we're going to go out here and play basketball. You know who I think would have worked well with Kevin Durant if they were able to have it? Chris Paul. Hunter. Paul has not what made it to the finals, right? He made the conference championship. He's he made, made the conference, conference championship. No, Clippers no, have no, never made the it. Clippers the have finals. never made a conference finals. So he's not even made it to a conference finals before. So if I say, I thought he did when he was with the Rockets, though. Now that might be true. Not as a Clipper, right. but as the Rockets, that might be true. Yes. Everywhere he goes, I'm gonna say this: everywhere he goes, his teams are better. Mm-hmm. My problem is again like that is that he's never been to that a certain point. Is that a hindrance or not? If if you're doing, now matchup wise, if you just said close your eyes and do it, I'd say yeah all day. Like I I, I want someone who's going to feed him, set him up because he can still score, basketball. but that's not his first. That's not his main priority. 
Chris Paul is the floor. He's he's commanding right. the floor, and uh, he knows that Kevin Durant will be the first scoring opportunity. And if the shot's not there, then he'll take it. I, I mean, right now, I always thought I always thought Phoenix just got him, and Phoenix is fourth in the West right now. I always thought his team should have got um um Rondo. But I will I, say this: always some people him. have made a very good point on Twitter. The NBA shot down the trade that would have sent Chris Paul to the Lakers to combine him and Kobe Bryant, but they let this happen. And they they let James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin well, Durant all be together. Well, Chris Paul they, trade was they were controlling the team. Oh, I know. So that's that's the reason why everyone was up in arms about it is that the, the NBA actually controlled the team. Mm-hmm. And they're basically, basically like an employee of the I'm, NBA. I'm just league. saying, it's just they didn't let that trade happen. So who knows how that could have been? And yet we've had super teams pop up left and right within the last ten years. Hunter, who's the best point guard that distributes the basketball in the NBA? Today is still Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this: if you count him playing the point guard position, I would say LeBron James. But if you're if we're just talking pure point guard, it's probably Chris Paul still. <laughs> Who's leading the league in assists? See if you know. Is it James Harden? The Lord no. Curry. No. Definitely <laughs> not. No. You just I had just the two thought, biggest I, ball hogs. No, no, no. I just thought it was James Harden because he at least had a I, like he won your average double digits assists. He, like, may, he can pass the ball. He but. may not have even played enough games to register on the probably, average. Probably so it's not, not. He's not even listed anywhere. Probably not. Um is it on a small team? What does that mean? Like, is it a small, small market? Ball or small market? No, I'm talking. Is it a small? Is it a small market team? Uh, let me ask this: Is it a true point guard? Or are we talking? It's a different position. So it's a different position. It's not a true point guard. Is it LeBron? No, he's sixth. Okay. I I don't know that. His twin Ben Simmons is fifth. Trey Young is fourth. Number three is Chris Paul. I figured. He'll usually always be top five. Number two is Kareem Abdul-Ladonkic. Lucas good. And the number one assist man in the NBA, the only person averaging 10 assists a game in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Still can't name it? No. Mm -mm. He's averaging a hint. A hint. He's averaging a triple-double. Was it Westbrook? Mm-mm. I don't know. The Joker. Jokic. That's Nic- right. I saw something about Nicola him the other day. Jokic. Averaging a triple-double. Is leading the league in in assist right now with 10 per game. Averaging a triple-double. Jokic at 25, 11, and 10 with a 31 PER. 16 is average. He's almost doubled it. It's probably the highest one in the league if I click on it. But I was just kind of seeing, like, you know, I'm sitting here bitching about who's going to play with Durant, and then I look at every, all these people, and there's no distributors in the league. Not, not at the point guard position. They all draft scores. Would Kyle Lowry be? I, I don't know. See. Because Kyle Lowry can be considered a scorer, too. But he, he's more balanced. Here's what Lowry is. You're right. To me, he's a floor general. That's what Chris not a is. Not a distributor. Mm-hmm. So, like. Lowry will get his seven assists, but he's—I don't think he's out there 
looking to feed everybody mm-hmm. that way. But what he, what I mean by that, he runs the offense. What mm-hmm. I mean by the general, and I think Paul does a little bit about of that too. Like, like when I say when I see Rondo, I'm like, this dude's about to set somebody up for a pass. Yeah, like that's what he's out there. That's what I would love for for Rondo to be out there. If one of the Ball brothers would ever mm-hmm. learn how to play like Rondo, they might have something. Right. Dudes can't shoot. You can pass the ball. You play a little bit of defense. Got long arms. Size wise, yeah. You, you you should be look. They should be looking at Rondo for style. They should be looking at Jalen Rose for style. Mm-hmm. If you take Jalen Rose and have Rondo and they had a baby, that's who I'm. Who the Ball brothers are to me, I think. Um. Gilgis Alexander is is fourteenth. How about Van Vliet is thirteenth? Like, how good is Toronto? <laughs> Their starting point shooting guard is Fred Van Vliet. They got Anubi, Siakam, <laughs> Toronto, and, and Larry just keeps winning. Toronto is the wor- third worst team in the <laughs> East right now. How good They're is Kyle Lowry? They're four and eight. Charlotte is sitting right there at the nine spot. Two of those wins are against Dallas. In the, and Nets. the Nets, yeah. Like really, they should be four and ten. They should be down there with the with Miami and the Raptors. The team that was in the NBA Finals, Hunters, four and seven. Yeah, my well, and see, that's what I was getting at earlier when I was kind of hinting Just that there is a team garbage that are wanting to make some trades. Is there is a lot of how do I put this? There's a lot of rumors that are kind of catching fire. Miami is interested in acquiring Bradley Beal from the Washington Wizards. Would not surprise me, and I'm going to be honest, I'm fine with it. So Butler would have to card two guys? I don't know exactly what Jimmy Bill ain't card anybody yet. No, but I'm fine with it. And the only reason is because I look at what we are right now with Washington, and it's, it's practically full rebuild mode. So if I was Bradley, and I'm averaging almost 30 points a game, I'm sick. I, I'm trying to go out here and try and win a championship because my back is hurting. Those four games, the three games that we've won, his back is hurting mm-hmm. because he is carrying and doing everything. Russell Westbrook came to town, and it's just not worked. I knew it wouldn't work. I knew it wouldn't work. Because of their play styles. One, they both are high-volume shooters. That's exactly what's going to happen. And we're too young. So what we need to do is go ahead, embrace the rebuild, trade and get, well, I guess, draft picks that are young players and pieces, and just be full, dive head deep into it. Hunter, who's got the worst defense in the NBA? Probably Washington. Y'all are second worst close. <laughs> uh, Sacramento. Okay. They're giving up. 124 points a game. You guys shut it down. Y'all give it up a 121. Damn. Defense across the board. Wow. <laughs> 21 points a game. I just look at these some of these averages uh, on these scoring. No, so, everybody's so, letting up over 100 but, points per so, game. So here's you guys. What's funny about that is that you, you guys know. Did you, <laughs> shit. I can't say it. I can't, I'm trying to read it, and I can't say it. Washington is not only the worst defense in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. you have the number one offense. You're scoring 122. <laughs> yeah. But you listen, you're scoring 120.5, and you're giving up 121.3 with a difference of 0.8, and you've lost three and, eight, and you're three and eight <laughs> with a differential of 0.8. Not winning any close games. Is that coaching or bad? Or, the, or, bad or is that the defense? That's defense. Bradley Beal is averaging... 34.9 points per game right now. Yeah, y'all are leading the NBA in scoring. Like, y'all are number one in scoring, 
next to last in points given up. Like, think about that. We score, and we don't pay attention on defense. Because we're like, we're just going to score again. We don't pay attention on defense. It's funny. We just pray that they miss the shot. That's it. So, y'all scored 10 more points a game. Than, oh, shit. Let me play this down. Y'all score, Hunter, 20 more points a game than the Cleveland Cavaliers. And they have twice as many wins. Yep. They're averaging 99 points a game. And you guys are putting up a buck 20. And they have twice as many wins as you guys do. Put it this way, Hunter. We're looking at the standings. You got the standings up or anything up there? From Mm -hmm. seven down, it's nothing but garbage. Orlando, Charlotte, Hawks, Bulls, Heat. (laughs) Raptors, Wizards, and I don't think Detroit will ever get out of the slump that they've been in for years. I don't. Not till they get Sheed back. Make him coach. I just don't understand because I'm even looking at this and I'm saying Cleveland Cleveland and the Knicks are surprising me. Orlando was the 8 seed last year, so okay, I get it. I think what's about to happen is somebody's got to be the 7 and 8 seed and we're about to watch this happen again. Yeah, somebody's gonna have to be it. <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be the seven or eight seed, and guess what? They're gonna get blown. We're gonna get swept in the first round. That's a great season, guys. Yeah, Giannis and Durant's gonna sweep the seven and eight seeds in the first round. Then that'll lead Philadelphia and Boston at three and four, probably uh, going against Indiana and New York. I'm telling you, man, this is this is something. Are the Nets the favorite now? Um, I don't think so. I think they're close. I think still out of the East, it's Milwaukee. I'm just talking about I like think they have I, to I think be. I think just what I'm talking about like odds wise, like what I've seen. I think Milwaukee was still the favorite, and the Lakers out of the West. I mean, I'm not trying to bet on Kyrie Irving's mental stability. Dude, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> he all. might he might miss so far. What he's missed seven, seven straight, straight games. Yeah. He might play the next ten and go on another seven game <laughs> missing streak. I just don't know. And I and if to be honest, if I'm the front office, I don't really know how much more of it I take. Right before they traded for Harden, if you were Kevin Durant, wouldn't you be just be pissed right now mm-hmm. that you left Golden State for? I'd be sitting in my room with a with a poster of Draymond. You're, pit, leave, green, you're leaving two of the greatest three point shooters of all time mm-hmm. for a flake for someone who dribbles a lot. No, I'm just I'm just gonna call Kyrie <laughs> what flake. it is. He's yeah. a flake. He's a flake. Whether or not it's an injury that takes him out for like a whole season because he has to get surgery on it, or now missing seven games, and I know that and and co- reports are coming out now that one of them was for a birthday for a family member, and like nobody was wearing masks or something, mm. and so now that's what's keeping him out is he still has to go through COVID protocols. I'm just like. What what are, what are you what are you doing? Like even I know I don't like to wear masks, but like you're calling out of a job that pays you millions of dollars for what? And then it, I just read a report that said he bought uh a bought a house for I think George Floyd's family, which I mean that's a great gesture. But what, did you have to take off work to do that? <laughs> Could you not play basketball? And it goes back to what Stephen A. said. It's like it's like he can't walk and chew gum at the same time. It's like he, his brain is just not focused on basketball. So I agree with you. If I'm Kevin Durant and Kyrie gets in the building, I know they're. I guess that the reports are they're all excited to play with each other. But I'm pulling him aside and I'm saying, bruh, like, don't do me like this. Do not leave me high and dry, because I, I'll admit it. I think that's the mo- that's the most dangerous offensive team in the NBA with those three. I don't want you to think about it. 
If they all score 30, that's 90. What about the other guys if they score? So, I don't know. Just I think if I was the front office and something like this happens again, I would say, I, I can't deal with it. I know you've only been here for like a year and a half, but you're just a flake, and we can't rely on you. You're, you're essentially eating up money. That's what you're doing. I don't know. I just, to me, they don't want me in a front office because I don't play about that stuff. <laughs> if I have to show up to work, you got to show up to work. So, um, looking at the rookie things, my buddy on uh, on Twitter the other day was sending me stuff about Melo and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And uh, looking first, at it, he was first in almost every category. Points, I, I, rebounds, assists. I don't think what people are, aren't getting or understand what I mean by it, again, is that if the Hornets picked him at 8 or 10, I would have no problem. Right. Picking him at 3 is the issue. Um, points, Edwards is first, Ball, Maxey, Wiseman, Halliburton, Cole Anthony, Patrick Williams, and Bay are all averaging 10 quickly, too. So the 3, 6, 7, 8. So my point is, and was to him, was that you could have traded back, drafted Cole Anthony and Halliburton. Mm-hmm. So you could have got two players for the exact same price you got one, and they did. And that's that's the thing at at one, two, and three. You know, I've seen the Hornets for years. If you're not picking Dwight Howard, you're picking the guy who's next. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. You're picking a way over for it. It's not helping. If you're if the, the other team has Shaq and you get Alonzo, you know, Alonzo's good. He might be a Hall of Famer, but he's not Shaq. Right. Um, same thing with Anthony Davis. So, like, I, I just – I would have rather have – like, if they – if Cole Anthony was on their team right now, would their record be worse? Probably the same. I mean, they're 6-7. and seven. It's like, you know, so what if they had Cole Anthony and Tyrese Halliburton on the team or Patrick Williams playing small forward? What if they got two starters out of the draft instead of the – a one bench warmer. Because remember, they drafted a guy who they already have two of that plays his position. So they, if they drafted a small forward, they get a starter. I guess they like P.J. Washington a little bit. That was loud. What the hell? Um, God, yeah, <laughs> P.J. Well, damn. Um, I guess they like P.J. Washington. I, I, I don't know. P.J. Washington and, and Miles Bridges, to me, both on any other team are bench players. No, they, they should be. Um. P.J. Washington can just shoot a little bit better than Miles. Miles is an athletic freak. Good God, some of the in-game dunks he has is ridiculous. But at the same time, this is a shooter's league. And they're, that's why P.J. starts over Miles. They're a highlight team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you, this is the most entertaining that the Hornets have been probably in the last 10 to 15 years. This is, like, this is the most eyes and ears they'll ever get. Now, if they can build off of that, because now what I think that does to them I think it kind of makes them attractive to some free agents. I think it does. They look at the Lamelo highlight reel that they do, and, and he's throwing them pretty passes. They got to get lucky, Hunter, and sign the guys that are worth fifteen to twenty-five million because they're not going to get the thirty-five. No, they're not getting guys worth super max. But they've got to hit on. Them. Mm-hmm. So like the Nick, I think they've done that so, with Gordon. So like Nick Batum. He no. he never scored forty points in a game like Gordon Hayward did. Gordon scored back to back like forty and then 36. 30 something. So no. that never happened, Batoon. And that's what I mean by 
you can get the free agents in that range from 15 to 25. You probably, it'd be nice if you got the Hornet strategy should be to have four of those and hit on your draft picks. Think right. that if they would have just hit on the draft picks, we wouldn't be talking about any of this. Uh-huh. We've went over that. And, and Zeller sitting at four, he's on the team. Monk sitting at 11. PJ Washington was what, eight? Like, how many lottery picks are on the damn uh, team? They could have had Shea Gilgus Alexander, but they traded him for Miles Bridges. I just saw, where was he at? He's like, he was like 10th or 11th in assist right now, was Gilgus Alexander. I, I think he can be really good. The problem is, is he's with the Thunder. So, um, Tanner, the, the Raptors, when they won the championship, didn't have a single lottery pick on their team. Not one. Won the title. Yeah, Shea Gilgis so is averaging let me 21 and sh- 6. Let me show you how bad the Charlotte Hornets basketball organization is. And all I got to do is look at the roster. It's just simple as this. Biombo, lottery. Lamelo. Lottery. Miles Bridges, lottery. They didn't pick Gordon Hayward. Malik Monk, lottery. Was Hayward a lottery pick? He was, I'm sure. Wasn't I think he? he was when he was drafted. Yeah, so that's he was. five. PJ Washington was, and Zeller. So there's seven, at least seven lottery picks on the roster. And they have a losing record. Again, the Raptors won it with zero lottery picks on the roster. So, got to make your picks, uh, Tanner. Got to make your picks. Um, all right, Hunter, how's our uh, day looking news and notes-wise? And I think we've hit everything so far. I'm back to the homepage and no, no sort of breaking news at all. Other than that, I mean, college football news, uh, Tennessee firing their head coach and their athletic director will be stepping down. Following an internal investigation, they believe there's been some things going on in there. That Stephen are... A says the Nets don't even need Kyrie to make the finals. I don't think they do. I mean, matchup wise, really looking at it, Hunter. Yeah. Who in the East can like? Let's say Giannis gets thirty five points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Katie and Harden's gonna get seventy. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, they're gonna get seventy. Um, now I'll say this: It doesn't hurt having him. No, that's, 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 no, no, that's no, a no, guy that can right. go twenty-five, thirty right. at any time. Um, hell, even forty. You'd rather have him than not have him. But right. again, man, I, I think just, they can do it without it. I think they can. I think they're that good. I think. I, I, I think I, the listen, dynamic. You, you between, don't have to convince me in the abilities of Kevin Durant. I think the. You I have think, to convince me into the nuttiness of Kyrie and James Harden. I don't think they're James, both nuts. I don't think James is as much of a nut as much as he just wanted see, to get out see, of Houston. He doesn't like what you know. He doesn't like watch any news or anything like that. Like he doesn't know anything about the world. <laughs> James Harden doesn't. Know, he doesn't. Well, I mean, Kyrie thought the Earth was flat for a little while. So well, I mean, you could make an argument whether it is or not. Um, it's just. <laughs> they're too I guess is the word mercurial they're fellas. different um, they're different anybody that grows a beard out like that has got to have something going on <laughs> maybe I guess I don't know psychoanalyze that one alright um, let me look at my tweeter and see if anything else come across for the weekend um, 
Magic Twitter. You can follow, speaking of Twitter, you can follow me at Kevin Hastings. You can follow Hunter at Hunter Yancey. And believe it or not, you can follow Tanner at Tanner Halbert. That was easy. What? Short and sweet and to the point. Only they only, God only made one of us, y'all. God only made one. Of only us. one. <laughs> only one of us. No, no other lightning. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey, NASCAR. Um, hockey did just start. Three hockey fans, Hunter. Yeah. Big hockey fan, you are. Big hockey fan. Can't wait. So excited, dude. Go Canes. All right, guys. Well, let's get ready to wrap it up here then. I'll take care of it. Um, This has been episode 115. Um, Actually, do you keep counting that way? Or do you go season two, episode one? No, I think I just keep going. Well, this depends, I guess. Some people do season... Some people don't do one. seasons, and but, some people but that's, the, do but that's the way it's labeled on my on my podcast uploader. So do I need to go back and then because that's the way they're labeled. Like I can't I can't change that at all. Now I can put no seasons on it and take. I'd have to go back and take out ninety nine or one hundred and fifty. I'd have to go through one hundred fifteen episodes. No, not worth it. <laughs> take that. Out. Yeah, definitely not worth it. Then. So, but or I could go back three three videos right. and change those three to season two episode one season what do you think i guess you can do that but that'd be easier. but if we did it for 10 years for some reason hunter and we and it wasn't like episode 1023 it'd be season 10 episode 50 i don't know i want you to think about that how do you want know, me to do that strange. i don't you can do seasons if you want seasons okay with you. i don't know that's fine what do you think tanner seasons are all together just keep no, putting the, building the number. I wouldn't have to go back. I would just damn leave the number season one. Not seasons. Care. You like seasons and restart the numbers? That's yeah. fine. We could just call them years since we start on January yeah. 2nd. Year. Year two. Year one. Dun, dun, dun. Well, the fact that we got through 100 in one year means that we did one every three days, roughly. Yeah, true. Close. Very close. Very close. 120 is the number. We're, we're at 115 now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're going to see you next time. The news right now is that Tanner has been working on a opening for us, Hunter. I'm going to have to lay down some beats for him. All right. We'll be back next time. KDC Broadcast Shock Jocks. <laughs>